Hi, this is Larry Hama, and you're listening to Star Joe's Podcast. Yo, Joe! We'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe is Joe against Cobra and Destro fighting to save the day. He never gives up. He's always there fighting for freedom over land and air. G.I. Joe, Joe is there. G.I. Joe is the code name for America's daring, highly trained special mission force. Its purpose to defend human freedom against Cobra, a ruthless terrorist organization determined to rule. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight's won. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe. Welcome to Star Joe's Podcast, episode 94, Half a Duck. I'm your host, Ryan. <laughs> and I'm Chuck, and I'm Half a Duck. <laughs> you want to explain why you're Half a Duck? Because I'm Half the Duck I used to be. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll get into that later. Anyways... We're at JoeCon. This is our JoeCon special edition, and we've already had a lot of fun going into this episode. Yes. But, uh. And you'll hear that in a minute. Right. <laughs> so, rather, do you want to introduce people, or do you want me to introduce people, or what the fuck? We got a lot of people in the room. We got a lot of people in the room. We got Ken Diesel in the room. Hola. Woohoo! We got Dave Draper. Hey! Woo-hoo. Dave and Vols Collectibles. We got Miss Cherry's Jubilee. Woohoo! Hey. And we got. That Robert Eckett. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say fame Joe artist Robert Eckett, but he's not really doing the Joe anymore. Castle artist Robert Atkins. Hey. Hey. hey, cricket. Hey, cricket, cricket, do the duck sound. <laughs> I got to get the sound effects back in. Oh, we're really prepared. We're out of this. Episode. I wasn't. I didn't know we had <laughs> duck sounds. It's about a duck. So on the way back from the restaurant called the Ram, whatever, whatever, we saw some ducks. Right. <laughs> Trying to cross the street. <laughs> Trying to cross the street. I don't know why. You get to the other side. There you go. Isn't that the chicken? There's the softball. Anyway, I wanted a duck. Ryan wouldn't get me a duck. I don't have a duck. What the fuck? <laughs> what are you, Dr. Seuss now? <laughs> this is the li- special limerick special. So, green eggs and ham, I have no duck. <laughs> And it was a mallard, it had a green head, I, I saw it. I thought it was dead. I thought it was dead. There was a bus, and he flew away. That last part didn't run. It was a taxi! It was a van taxi. It looked it like was a bus. It was a van anyway, taxi. We found out from the Fabulous Cherries Jubilee that ducks have 17-inch penises. I did not know that. In my many travels Which around... Which is why Chuck really wanted a duck. In my many travels... <laughs> In my many travels around Greater Cleveland, I have not seen a duck's penis. <laughs> He's looked, <laughs> but I'm willing to try. What up? I was. We, we should also note that uh, Chuck is currently drinking butt face. Robert ate a butt face hamburger. I did. I had a butt face in my mouth. From got a butt face in your mouth. <laughs> wow. Open your mouth. Wow. Anyway, um, that's nothing to do with toys. I'm just letting them go. <laughs> At this point, it's better to let him go. 
Robert's working on some commission work over there. Yep. And Gary Gatso, it's not yours. No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> yours is yours is next. No, it's not. Okay, it's not. Don't have a cow. Oh. Was that Bart? No. All right. <laughs> and Joe Kong was cool. <laughs> My pants fell down. I gotta pull them back up. You just have to prove that half a duck. That's all. Right. Apparently, I gotta prove half a duck. <laughs> I need a minute. <laughs> I need a minute. <laughs> I'm gonna need a minute here. It's a little cold. <laughs> it's cold in the room. I'm cutting glass. I need a minute. <laughs> wow. So anyway, Jokan was cold. Ken uh, had a booth set up at Roman Collectibles. They they did like three point eight million dollars today. Something like that. <laughs> Something like twelve fifty. I don't know. <laughs> it was good. A good day. Great job. Selling stuff. Ryan's first Jokan. Did right. you have fun? Yeah. All right. Yeah. A lot better than I thought I would. Dave, two year veteran of Jokan. Yep. Did you have a ball? Yeah, I did. Cherry. My first. Oh, pop my cherry today too. <laughs> First Joe Con, there's three three versions. Robert, you've been to Joe Con many many times, uh, right? It was my third year, yeah. Third year, so veteran. He's a veteran, yeah. He's the experience, yeah. <laughs> the grizzled vet. And you would never guess that out of all of us. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you done three? Orlando, New Orleans, and uh, where? Oh, Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're here. Where are we? I'm also drinking my face. <laughs> and we're here. It's uh, Indianapolis. Home of the Indianapolis Colts. Boo. <laughs> Go Bears. Hey. Yeah. Boo. Some Bears fans in the house. I'm from Chicago. So am I. Stop Bears. 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 Okay, I didn't need that. You want me to like the Bears still? Stop. Pull, stop, pull, stop. Okay. We saw that on the Chris Farley. They did a special on that. Say what? It doesn't help when you trail off at the end there. Like. <laughs> so, con exclusives, there's some Joe oh, Creon. Yeah. Picked up a set for Roger. Yeah. So I knew this is yours. <clears throat> uh, I got one for uh, Grub and one for myself. Yeah. And uh, get some uh, other goodies. We got the, uh, the Night Boomer. Got the Night Boomer. The black Sky Striker. Glow in the Dark. Glow in the Dark. Oh, Glows in the Dark. I didn't yes. know that. That's what Night Force is. They all are. Darker and then now they glow in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> Even the the, Dude, the, 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 the missiles that glow, like what glows? The stickers. All I know is the box glows. Yeah, the stickers glow. Oh, okay. The stickers and the box. Oh, yeah, the kids like to play with toys in the dark. I like to play in the dark. <laughs> Those are not the toys that you're But I'm a naughty boy. I like to play in the dark. <laughs> but I slept with Ryan last night. It was cool. Whatever. Right, what yeah. Else? I was the last one to fall asleep and I got to hear the <laughs> dueling snoring going on. Yeah. Yeah, so there was that. And we're, yeah, we're sharing the room with Robert. And uh, I woke up with no pants on. I'm not saying nothing, <laughs> but I have no pants. And that was by his choice, not mine. He went, he went to sleep with Ryan and woke up with no pants on in my bed. And I don't know what happened. And Robert's a hairy man. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but he cuddles like nobody's business. Hey, yeah. <laughs> oh, So I saw Larry wow. Hammond today, which was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I stood next to him at the pisser. That was my run in. Nice. I, uh, Cherry was like sitting there working on her things when I was in panels and she had to go to the bathroom, so I came out to sit and watch her stuff. And I'm sitting there and I look over and there's this dude sitting like a car's length away from me. And I look at the guy right next to me on this couch and I'm like, that's, that's Larry Hammer. <laughs> and he's like, yep. Yeah. It's Larry fucking Hammer. He's it, like, yeah, it's me, kid. <laughs> How's it going? I have a slightly 
racist anecdote about my first interaction with the man. Oh, okay. <laughs> we were at our, we went to, when we were at when we were registering, registering for the uh, Orlando con, we were down there get, uh, checking in to get our table. It was the end of the day, and there was this guy, this older Asian gentleman at the table in front of us. And uh, my, my cousin, he goes, uh, he, he yells, and he goes, hey, dude, that's Larry Hama. I kind of go, how you fucking racist? Just because he's old and Asian doesn't mean he's Larry Hama. <laughs> He goes, hey, dick, it's actually Larry Hama. No, damn it, it's really him. Yeah, that's all. He stared at my cleavage. Of course he did. Of course he did. I Blame stared him. at Larry's cleavage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a man. I, I, I stared at Larry's cleavage. I mean, yeah. Larry stared at your cleavage. It was, it was a loving embrace. We locked eyes. It was magical. His line was pretty was pretty impressive most of the day. Though. He, yeah. was, he was a busy guy. Oh, yeah. But yeah, he did. He was in for about 45 minutes. He wasn't doing sketches at the con, but he no. did do he them. He did sketches in like the when lobby. he was hanging out. In the lobby, yeah. Yeah. Out. I, I got on a sketch list. I, I'm going to try to get a quick kick, which is awesome. Yeah. Why not? Hey, sure. When you're going to get sketched by Larry Hama, quick kick pops into mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, in your mind. <laughs> in everyone's mind. I got to meet uh, Bill Ratner. Yeah, Bill Ratner. Oh, yeah. Mary McDonald. Mary cool. Mack. Yeah. So awesome. So, Flint uh, Lady Flint J. Flint Lady J. Yeah. Sunbow cartoon playing and Lady potentially J. future guests on uh, Stardust. If I don't piss them off, sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, it might just be me with them. Look for that. That might not be a good idea. Like, yeah. You guys are awesome, but I really don't like your character that much. Yeah, do you guys know? Do you guys know uh, Duke and Scarlet? <laughs> you know Michael Bell. Well, that's the thing. That's the comment I said. I, I have this book here. It's the field manual, and I got them both to sign in this. And uh, I was like, by Jim Sorson. And I said, well, I could probably get a lot of the voice actors in this, but I'll never have Snake Eyes. <laughs> and uh, wait, you met Jim Sorson. Yeah, well, I got Jim well, you Sorsen's got Jim. Guy, yeah. So, so, and what did he tell you about the second volume of this? He told me to tell you to suck it. <laughs> no, I don't think that's what he said. Oh, the Field Manual Volume Two is going to have the second season of GI Joe and the uh, the Deke stuff. Right. The old what Deke? <laughs> what the old Deke? It's, it's a big old Deke. It's no, no. It's, it's really good. It's, actually, it's, it's concept art from the cartoon. Oh, okay. it's all the oh, images cool. from the cartoon. So I actually wow. had very little words. So I like. So to I read. actually had Flint and Lady J sign on their concept pages. All right. So and actually, I got an interesting story. And from, it's, it's all from the Sunbow cartoon. Yeah, I actually got an interesting story from Mary, who did Lady J. Mm-hmm. Um, she, when she went to go do the voice acting, she uh, I guess the concept artists and the voice actors were kind of in the same building. Mm-hmm. And one of the concept artists came down, and they were like, oh, you know, what are you here for? She goes, oh, I'm one of the voice actresses. And she's like, and he's like, oh, who, who is it that you're voice acting? <clears throat> and she goes, oh, Lady J. And she, he goes, wait a minute. I'll be right back. He goes up, grabs the concept art for Lady J, comes down. And he's like, this is what Lady J looks like. If you've never seen pictures of Mary, she looks a lot like Lady J. Looks exactly yeah. like Lady And I J. said, did they it's purposely like, yeah, yeah. like give our concept artist a picture of you? And she's like, no, it was just a happy coincidence. Yeah. So that was kind of cool like to be able to talk with her. Uh, Bill could not be nicer. He's actually excited to come on the show sometimes. Hey, it seems like a really great guy. Um, he lives in Toledo now? Yeah. I think you said. Toledo, Ohio, yeah. So. Brody. Stalker. Right. <laughs> so we're gonna buy a red wig on the way there, and you know, hey, just hit the jackpot. Whatever <laughs> happens, happens. Uh, did any of you go to the parachute drop? I did not. Did you? Is that code? No, it was working. What is it? I did get the parachute figure. Well, yeah, I bought the, the free handful from the shop. Yeah. 
but uh, I did not go to the parachute drop. We didn't get in until Friday night. Gotcha. Yeah, Friday at, night like, late. 11.30. There were your standard tales of kids getting G.I. Joe's snatched out of their hand by grown men. Oh, oh, yeah. Every year you get a handful of those. Yeah, I got three of those. Cool. No, we'll no, see, I guess like cool. the one, I took the one that I heard was like the guy, <laughs> or something like the kid had one in his hand, and like the grown man snatched it out of his hand, and then like went into the crowd. And I'm not but giving then, it I back. I guess this like 10-year-old girl gave her his, oh, that's not and, nice. or gave him hers, and then like someone else saw that happen and then put the little girl up and so that's nice. everyone won but it was like it's just one of those things where you're like you know, we're grown men like, there, there are assholes like that everywhere just yeah. what again, kind of convention you go to well, there's always somebody who's so selfish there's a club shop you can't yeah. 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 box. <laughs> well and that's the thing like like if I go to a I'm not uh, doing it back like a Walmart Target or Toy <laughs> Store or something like that and there's a kid in the aisle yeah, yeah I'm absolutely. Usually, I'm usually looking for something specific, but if there's a kid there looking like, at the same stuff, I wait out of the way. No, I go. You know, I'm going to wait till this kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm wandering another aisle. I'll I'll let him, him, yeah, let him get first dibs. Right, and if I if it means that they end up getting the figure that I was looking for, then so be it. I mean, it's meant for them anyway. Yeah, so. and it, it when they walk out, out, I'm like, mother fucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's how Chuck reacts. Yeah, Chuck's the one that knocks him. So you can knock him down if you want. What? 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 He has kids. Oh, never mind. I misheard you. <laughs> what did you think you said? I thought you said I have kids, and I'm like, what are you talking about? How drunk are you? We're no, no, we're, no. We're, we go a bit blue in this podcast. We don't go that blue. Yeah, I, um, I have their mom to get the kids. Wow. And I'm not above that. You the really should See, not there's have been the line. Yeah, there's the line. That's the line. That's the line. That's the line. They're, they're they're right on the line there. Yeah, that's right. Wow. So, uh, anyways, other <laughs> back to the other back to the ducks. <laughs> We'll have, we'll uh, this I didn't up. have I any other exclusive pickups. Uh, I, I mean, I got the six pack of. <laughs> I got picked up. I got the six pack of crayons. Now my yeah. blueberries. Um, which I'm looking forward to being able to put that, <laughs> that together. Wow. But I got a candy bar. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I don't, don't tell know. anybody. I don't even I'm know not. what he said. I'm gonna know when I go back to edit this. <laughs> Butterfinger. Which yeah. is usually the case. I usually have no idea what he says. Payday. <laughs> payday, baby. Yeah. I don't like payday. Oh, it's packed full of peanuts. You gotta love it. No, I don't. Nuts in your he mouth. He really just loves a mouthful of nuts. <laughs> Who knows? I'm not big on nuts in my mouth. Yeah. Oh, it's big old second nuts. <laughs> now we know who's popping oh, the bottom. Robert, you you had a good question. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of nuts. Oh god. So how we got a question. So ask Chuck, the holocron question. So Chuck, how many dicks does constitute? A bag of dicks. <laughs> well, if you're going to snark a comic and call it a bag of dicks, at least seven. Seven dicks? Dicks, not eight. Why? Dicks would fit in a bag. <laughs> it's a horrible comic. Have you read any of Ultron? <laughs> Recent, recently. Spy Dynamite, so recent Volta, yeah. recent bag of dicks. That's a, that's a bag of duck dicks. <laughs> I have a 17 inch duck dick. No, because duck dicks are really thin. They're about the size of a pencil. <laughs> Wow. So don't you want a bag of them then? Because that's when you really get the girth. Is when you're like, what, octo penetration or something? Like when you got like a <laughs> going on. What if you've been to duck dick? Robert, aren't you happy you joined us on this? Look at Gatlin dicks. It's like it's like a okay. like a gaggle of dicks. Is that what's going on? Gatlin, a gaggle, a gaggle, a gaggle, a gaggle of dicks. Also, gaggle, works, though. is that like when you have like a a gaggle of dicks? What, is what, it? No, that's a gargle of dicks. A gargle of dicks. That's what I meant. Yeah, I'm on a podcast, and I just slip right under too. No one else reacted. I just slip right under. It's good. It's good. It's good. No one happened to this show. Chuck Drake. <laughs> We're treading in the DC noise territory. Yeah, no offense, boys. I love you. No, you're, you're talking to a burlesque personality. What you want? All right. So, <laughs> d- 
<laughs> outside of the exclusives. And you'll get anything I'm cool. Exclusive. I'm sorry. Oh, you're exclusive. I'm exclusive. So am I. Chuck, what'd you get that was cool? What? Huh? What'd you oh. get that was cool? Um, well, what the fuck did I get? I, I got a, I got a jitsu. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> I went to Joe Con and got a jitsu Masters Universe figure. <laughs> boo. Don't boo me. Boo, this traitor. Awesome. Boo, traitor. Why does it say Star Wars on the back? Oh, that's the case. Yeah. Oh. He's got a Star Hold on, let's explain this because this is a, an audio podcast, so this is visual. He has a, uh, a Star Wars case around a foreign Joe in a Masters of the Universe box. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I roll. Yeah, this is a Star Joe's podcast where all those properties do intermingle. I mean, it's kind of like a toy chimera. So it's like a big old toy menage. Chimera might be a big word for right now. That's that's over my head. Let's go menage. So it's a it's a vintage Duke carded figure on a Japanese card. I'd read it to you, but I can't. GI Joe. What says GI? Something. Something. <laughs> we did have a pack of. Uh, we picked up at the. Um, that, that's my big. Were, that's my big pickup though. They, they were they were JI Force. Okay. Did you guys see those? They might no. have been sold by the time you got there, and they were um, like six inch. Yeah, obviously, oh, obviously knockoffs, and there were five yeah. ninjas. Yeah. There were like two storm oh, shadows, yeah, 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 yeah. or two snake eyes, a storm shadow, a ninja viper, and I think a red Satan maybe. Oh, oh geez. Satan. Those were bizarre. Which yeah. one of these things? It's not like the other. <laughs> no, it's one uh, of these things. Argentinian, I think, repainted storm shadow. Argentinian Satan. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The red Satan. Somebody's coming. The red Satan. Yeah, the repaint. Did you get that in the, the ninja coup, which is the black storm shadow? Yeah. Oh, we got both of them at the Roma Collectibles booth. Nice. <laughs> I picked up from Roma Collectibles. I picked up a Joe Creo. Torpedo figure. I picked up for a, a friend of mine. Blue Ninja Creo. I got a Baroness light cover. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Some comic stuff. Com- light switch cover. I yeah, picked up a uh, set. Switch covers at Chroma Collectibles. Oh, there might be a, a potential lawsuit between Star Joe's and Roma Collectibles because they stole an idea from me of having Star Wars and G.I. Joe drawn onto a sketch. I'm just saying, oh, somebody yeah. came up with that idea first. Nobody ever thought of mixing two properties before. Not no. those two. Never, ever. Yeah, never. 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 Read the shirt, baby. Anyway, I did pick up a set of the mini comics, the Stardust mini comics, I believe that's from the yep. serial. Unopened, which they will remain. Right. I will never read them. And I got some file cards I needed. I got a Frostbite, Shipwreck, Barbecue. Dial Tone, Sergeant Slaughter, and Alpine File Card. All nice. Acquired from Roma Collectibles. I got the. Uh, what? What? I got the and G.I. Joe. This was a setup, wasn't it? Yes, right. by yes. Yes. Right. 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 Yeah. He yeah. owes Chuck's favorite flavor. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, why that's why he's feeding me the butt face. That's what it is. There'll be a handy later. Um, that's all? I got all lucky. I was expecting way more. Well, he only has half a stretching it Doggy show or something. What's going on? If he had a full yeah, 17 inch penis, then. Uh, Time's a ticket. Alright. Alright. What, what else is going on? Uh, yeah. Robert, what'd you get? <laughs> what'd you get, Robert? What'd you get? I got a USS flag. Complete. Flag owners. That's right, man. That's how it goes. Yeah, there's um, there's two flag owners in the room. That's right. Yeah, I talked to. You're in the presence of royalty. And I got a flag uh, quite a while ago at a different show, and Ooh. then it didn't work out. Who was it? Was it Coco Toy? Okay. It just it, the, the transaction didn't work out at the time, and then um, and then trying to lead him to this show, I was trying to work out a deal, and then it turned out when I got here, 
uh, saw a really good deal and got it for a decent price. So nice. A good price. Yeah. And then I got a whole uh, chair full of uh, He-Man figures, too. <laughs> Greater. I take the fist bump back. <laughs> I got a flag! Come on. I got a flag! He sort that, of did buy more. You do know that it took three guys to, or, or two. How many were in the room? Three. three. All of them. Three to Four. have me not put it in the closet and see how long <laughs> it would be until you missed it. You know that. I, they said been, I could get away with it because I'm it, a hot It would have been until we brought this conversation up on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 well, I didn't want to put it in a closet I wanted to put in my car. Yeah. Except your I car wasn't here. I compromised. I figured, you know. Right. So, so it would have went home with me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so it would have been in bed, no clothes, with it next to him. <laughs> Cuddling the flag in the bus. Well, we were, we wanted to take everything the out of the cold. box, put oh, yeah. the stuff into my car, <laughs> and then fill the box with, like, shampoo and stuff. Yeah, so right. it pillows, sounds like pillows and bed towels. <laughs> Why is there no sheets on the bed? I don't know. <laughs> housekeeping. Housekeeping. Blame housekeeping, man. I don't know. What? Uh, so anyone else get anything cool? I got a lot of cool stuff. What'd you uh, got a you got a big cool thing. What'd you get? Oh, I got the Rolling Thunder That's at the very right. end. Uh, complete with no driver. Uh, I got the Mexican. Uh, the last couple of Star Brigade figures from the Mexican release. Oh, did you can say Mexican? Yeah. <laughs> From Mexico. Oh, 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 okay. So they're Mexican. What's good? Yeah, good. What's good? They're they're illegal aliens. They're actual aliens. aliens. Yeah. Illegal aliens. Uh, Dreadnought, Grand Assault. Um, a couple of six packs from the Toys R Us era. I make nice. a couple of six packs. <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> uh, Skeletron and from Roma Collectibles. I got the uh, GI Joe issue number fifty, which I had signed by Larry Hama. Oh, very nice. And that's the one where they're rolling into Springfield and right. jacking it up. And, and what did Larry sign on that for you? Uh, something like... Well, I don't know. Let's pull it out. Something about... Something about... Uh, man. <laughs> I was trying to get her to get that. It's He wouldn't. I said that. <laughs> he would not put any blasphemy. Because Yo- Yojo trumps He-Man. Nice. nice. <laughs> this is going up on the wall. Yeah, yeah, I wanted her to, to get... Jason Duvall. <laughs> you can... Duvall. Um, Duvall. <laughs> Two words for you. So, are, you about, are you about to fall asleep? See you next time. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. So, yeah. Awesome. And awesome. and I overpaid for the golden ticket thing, so I've got like a, just a truckload of the exclusives. It's not a bad thing. Almost almost all of them already spoken for. That's, yeah, it's not a bad thing. That's, no. that's not a bad problem to have. No. Yeah. And, and it's good that I don't collect any of that so you can take all the stuff that I was supposed to get and, yep. and do whatever you want with Yeah, honey. That was, that was the plan. <laughs> that was the plan from the start. Yeah. I love you, but that's, that's why you're here. I'm going to sell and make money. Yeah, that's fun. That's what they do. So, Ken, did you have any opportunity or any interest in getting <clears throat> something cool for yourself while you were at JoeCon? Any souvenirs? Well, uh, this is talk about Trader. Um, <coughs> I had one. Uh, I had one guy that had the new uh, Nova Marvel Universe figure. Okay. And yeah. uh, he couldn't he couldn't bust my hundred, so he said he would hold it back until he got some change and come back in about two hours, and they sold it out from under me. Oh, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, but he's a dealer that I've dealt with before. So that, oh, oh. Um, there's a guy who's walking around with some custom uh, Lego minifigures. I bought a Green Arrow minifigure off of him. That's nice. Um, and then was it the I'll, guy in the back corner? Because I tried to get Superman and Batman, <clears throat> and they sold him. No, he's a, he was he wasn't even a dealer. He was just a guy who was walking around. Right, cool. huh. And then uh, you know I, I'm in the market for sketches, but I heard Hamel wasn't sketching, so I didn't get yeah. uh, didn't get him in the book and. Um, I'm pretty set on my Ninja Force Zartan collection right now. So, nice. Nice. So, you true building Ninja Zartan? Yeah. Totally nice. off off topic. I, I think I may have. Uh, I think you were working with someone, but um, Wachter 
I got a Indiana Jones done by him. What? Oh my god, it's so sweet. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I have to post it. Um, it's okay. No, it's, really no it's amazing. It's really good. You know, one of the things I've noticed while I was here is I, I've done a lot of sci-fi cons, and there's usually always an artist's gallery where people are doing their, their, yeah. um, their pieces and stuff. <laughs> That's Robert. And, there and, it is. No, 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 there's artist's gallery right over there. No, but what I'm saying is, is that um, last year, like, I, I talked with, with David when he came back from New Orleans, and he said, oh, there's really nothing, you know, it was just mostly bending and stuff. They didn't really have yeah. any contests or anything. And this year, I mean, so I didn't... I, I didn't say there weren't any contests. Well, no, but you, well, you didn't see any costume contests or anything like oh, that. Oh, no, there's not a costume Well, contest. there is. It's, so, it's on so Saturday it's, night during the dinner, which is... Oh, okay. No. It, they, it, they all, because there was the... Uh, I did not know James that. Cavanaugh and some guys did a <laughs> cold slither thing, but that's a sidebar. Anyway. anyway, but so, I mean, I didn't really do anything for the convention, because I'd never right. been. I figured I'd go this year, whatever. But it was really nice to see that people... There was a whole huge place full of uh, uh, um, dioramas. Yeah, and, that was um, cool. Customs and all the photographs that people had that were Joe themed, and you know, it was okay. The photos were new, but they have dioramas. The dioramas, like, well, so last year actually in New Orleans, Hasbro showed up with massive oh, well, yeah. dioramas and displays, and they had like a card back that you could yeah, pose in front of and stuff. Yeah, why well, not? But I'm saying they also do that, they also yeah. get the, the, the custom contest. That usually happens. Like and that, yeah. there was, that, that's, cool. that's kind of the big story this year is Hasbro had no presence. No they had the one booth. table across the booth from us. Yeah, yeah. there's no booth. There's no you know, uh, yeah. indication of new figures in the next year. I really year. didn't know that that, that was Hasbro. Well, Joe, well they, do have the, they do have the chest up there with no, new Krios and a handful of, I think, maybe new movie figures. Right. And, and they, they, did, they, did show figure, some, yeah, they did show some other figures. I did take a lot of photos of them. So I'll probably have them on our Facebook but page. I heard their panel was everything they talked about. Yeah, their panel was absolutely yeah, everything that they pretty much. I guess the, it's the everything one, from Toy Fair. I guess the one thing that came out of it that they said was the next wave of the the one thing that has all the really cool stuff like Budo and all the Ultimate figures that just because Retaliation is selling well enough, it just went into production, right? Um, and it should be hitting July. And yeah. that movie three is definitely in the works, so that's good. Yeah. yeah. And Which, they were saying, as far as the figures, I think you were the one mentioning to us, as far as the figures for the movies, the, there's a wave that, if the second wave sells well enough... Well, okay, that, that one wave, okay, the, the one that's the 12 figures, like the Ultimate Cobra Commander, and Ultimate this, and Ultimate that, that's officially wave three. Right. And then they showed wave four, half of which, which they even said, are already out in stores, like Colton, Lady right. J, but it also has uh, uh, Jinx, and Blindmaster, and I think... Uh, Firefly. Okay. There, there was another. There was a third figure that's not out yet, but they said if if you know, it continues to sell well, we'll get this wave. But if it doesn't sell well, yeah, we'll yeah, never yeah. see so it. So much for Blind Master. <laughs> yeah. They make, a, they make an action figure of the Rizzo. Nice. Yeah. With, yeah with, oh, you didn't. You weren't there for the story from last year's JoeCon? No. Oh, it was a funny story. They were talking about they went to. What was it? Was it a panel this weekend? Yeah, it was a panel last year's JoeCon. Oh, well, I mean, I'm a dealer, so I never Yeah, okay, panels. but last year's JoeCon, because remember, the movie was supposed to be out. Right. They were talking about, they, they went to him and asked him, what, you know, what weapons do you want for your figure? Because, uh, you know, apparently he's a big kung fu movie guy. He's a black guy who really, really wants to be Asian. Yeah, and, and <laughs> but they were like, you know, we've got all these, because of all these different storm shadows, we've got this incredible library of, you know, weapons. You know, what do you want? He goes, have you ever seen Flying Guillotine? And they were like, what? Huh? Ooh. And apparently he was like rattling off all these like arcane weapons from all these kung fu movies. Huge geek. Yeah, so apparently that's why the figures, at least at the time, was supposed to come with a flying guillotine. Yeah. And at, at the actual Hasbro display, at last year's Joe Con, when they had a display, like you could actually see the <coughs> guillotine around the guy's head. 
Because wow. now it's just the one set of shelves yeah. with, at that table. Like, they've got the second wave of Creos with, like, the bats and stuff. And they show, yeah. like, the timber and stuff like that in the Creo form. And there was a handful of figures, but it's nothing like what they had last and year. And then no. they, they had the, the new Tomahawk there. So you could see the Tomahawk. That, that was nice, though. Yeah, that was and cool, yeah. Entire... We're calling it the Tomahawk. <clears throat> and, and, yeah. and, and to, to defend the guy that's there, um, I don't know his name. John he was uh, he's been awesome. Like I've talked yeah. to him a handful of times. He's yeah. really into the crowd. He's really into he, into it. But it was cool because he was he's the lead art director for Boy Stories at Hasbro. Oh, okay, okay. And he he's asking, he's awesome. Like, yeah, he's he was really asking. Cool. I wasn't like, dissing anybody. I just oh, I know. Had, no, I know. Yeah. I just didn't want to sound it like we were a bigger presence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's GI Joe Con. It's like right. where's Hasbro? I just wanted to put in a good note for him. And typically, every show I've been to, they've set up. Uh, except this last one that did, and they didn't. Well, again, how yeah. cool was that card back last year? Like, yeah, they did the retaliation cool. card back, and like we all in all of our costumes, like we all posed in front of like we're actually there. Oh yeah, yeah, it was yeah. it was awesome, and then and the display was gorgeous. Oh, because it showed up at Comic Con, I was like, well, yeah, they so had the, what was it like? I mean, they had the Rishikage Mountain, yep, with like hundreds of ninjas and like Storm Shadow. Was, and, it, was the other one like a jungle or an urban warfare? Was the, it was like split, and like half of it was like uh, Cobra Commander looking over his troops, and the other half was like urban warfare. Yeah. Yeah, and it was that's cool. I mean, not not to yeah, you all. Like, you great. didn't yeah, get to see that. That's, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, though, everything else, I think everything else about this comic was better. Awesome. Awesome. Wanted so, you to thanks for waving your seventeen inch dick in front of us. That's why. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> we had a mention to ourselves. Yeah. Well, I have a, I have a question for yeah. you guys. So I know you guys are into the comics, and I know yeah. the, the rest of you are into toys and some of the other art stuff. But like, what would you like to see at a convention like this for GI Joe? Per- really? If if what's I your, what's your ultimate okay, thing? If I was in control of it, it would be here awesome. we go. Ryan in control. Oh right. my god! Everybody will have a turn. <laughs> no, <clears throat> Chuck just has this whole thing Don't about me being a control around. freak. So, yeah. um, no, if I was in control, it would be a more all-encompassing. Uh, so there's almost no comic presence. Yeah. IDW, so IDW was in New Orleans too, by the way. They had a whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, that was the other part about that. There is there is almost no. I would have an artist alley that invited. Oh. The people like uh, that all worked on Joe Book yeah. before. I agree. You know, I have, have, have writers and artists and everything else that are able to, to come and bite some of them. You know, have some of them as actual guests. Besides, a lot, a just, lot of the guys working on the books don't even know anything about the convention. Right. I mean, they just there's there's the collectors group, and that's what this show is. You know, what's for. by the club, and, and it's for. And to me, it well, should be called the the GI Joe Collectors Club Convention. It shouldn't be called Joe Con. It's just a mouthful, yeah. though. I understand. It's like 17 but that's what it, but that's 17 inches in your mouth. Well, here's the thing: that's what it is. But it's not. A, it's honestly not a joke. I'm ripping with butter. It's, it's actually, it was me it's, like taking the initiative to contact them, get a table. You know, then I just kind of. So it's a, it's for you. For it was like a push adventure. versus pull. They yeah, didn't exactly. go to you and say. I went, hey, I went out of my way to go set up right. back in Rhode Island, you know, four years ago. Did you? Well, and, they, and and you don't have. You're not like off on your own like an artist like you're in the middle of the dealers no, yeah. I'm considered a vendor like an ex- exhibitor right. which is a joke because at any, any decent convention you give the artists a half price table if not more discounted like yeah. because, you, because, because you know they're not going to make GOA. you the money a retailer usually a GOA, so, right. you something know. Right. I mean yeah. retailer wise this convention I'd say was fine I mean you could right. probably potentially upscale it more with a bigger venue or something like that but I think retail wise it was perfectly fine I would personally also had more involvement from, you know, voice actors from the cartoon, mm-hmm. or or inviting some of the the lesser known people from the movies that have happened. In, in previous years too, they've had a larger contingent of like the designers from the eighties, yeah, period, mm-hmm. and like uh, yeah, and other voice actors or even artists from the old Marvel series have been, have been right. brought down as guests. 
Right. I mean, mm-hmm. make it make it all encompassing. Make it a true Joe Con. Right. Yep. Well, and the other thing is, uh, mm-hmm. we're all talking about the '80s. Right. You know, I mean, there's there's very little 12 inch love. Now, right. to to, yeah. to defend that, I know well, a big part of it is Joanna is a, a majority 12 inch show. Okay. And then like the three and three quarter stuff is, is bigger at Joe Con. Yeah, I've, I've heard that <clears throat> it was more popular, but still. I mean, it, it would be nice, especially with the exclusives and stuff here. Like, there isn't a very very much an even split, especially when you come to retailers. Right. But I, I mean, you know, at least the at least Joanna, like, there is a. Well, and speaking about the twelve inch, I mean, because of the twelve inch line, which started everything. Yeah. We're reaching the fiftieth anniversary of it. Oh yeah, that's the other big story. There should be a buildup of Joe Cons up to the 50th anniversary when Joe Con. Like next, next year. Yeah. Like this so should have been. Here? This no, should have like nothing. this year should have been like this year should have been like half as big as next year. Yeah. Next year should have been huge. And they actually had a really. I thought their concept this year was really sweet. Like that, like Attack on Dragon Town set or whatever. Yeah. Like, Oh, like, I, I, like and, we're doing James Bondish, like. But if, awesome. but if you read the, the backstory on those characters, it's all like coded stuff from Super Joe from the seventies, because uh, he's he's a uh, something Gorman, leader of Terex Industry or Terron Industries. Interesting. And Terron is the big green monster from Super Joe, mm-hmm. and Gore is the the monster leader. So there was like this neat little inside stuff, which is why I actually bought the freaking twelve inch set because. I, I have those toys. I it's cool. I love Supergirl. And I mean, when we asked, even though it's awful, when we asked in one of the panels, <laughs> is there going to be anything done <laughs> that to help here. celebrate the 50th anniversary yeah. of GI Joe? Joe? The yeah. only yeah. thing He's we got awful. was from one guy that stood up and yeah. said, "Well, IDW is is looking into looking into uh, yeah. doing something." But then he says, "But that's all I can say about that." Well, mm. it's a year away. You should be building up to something. Marketing, like built, like. And when I say marketing, you don't have to put a lot of money into it. Just Start building up a Just hype for it. Social yeah. network marketing is free. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, it, it, there there are ways to do it, inventive ways. So, I see dealers do it all the time. Yeah, so I mean, I don't want to downplay the con because it was actually a lot better than I was expecting. I expected this to be like a really small hotel con. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot bigger than that and it was a lot better <clears> than that. But to me, this wasn't a true Joe convention because it wasn't all as all encompassing. It, it wasn't a representative of Joe. Of Joe. It was a representative yeah. of collectors. Of collecting, yeah, it was more of a toy show. Chuck, yeah. what would you have if you wanted? What was your ultimate that you would like to see there? I, I guess more toward like what Ryan was saying, with more collectors. I mean, more artists and more uh, more writers, more representation of the different kind of <clears> Joe, <throat> like Joe versus Cobra, Sigma Six. Yeah, but they, uh, a little bit of everything. But I remember. I'd like, like to have to say. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say that last year you couldn't find. I think this year still. I asked a dealer once. We were looking for a Joe versus Cobra figure, yeah. and he was like, "Nobody brings those." Yeah, or Valor versus Venom. Well, see, so like yeah. Valor versus Venom, we literally had a bag of like twenty-five Valor versus Venom figures yeah. that we had the girls in costume take around and give away free to little kids because we cannot. Like, there's a guy. He had a bin. It was over by your table, I think. Yeah. I had a bin on the floor of Sigma Six figures. Yeah, that's the only guy who really had them. But that's because so that that's just a capitalism thing where like yeah. the market's not there. There's a reason those lines died off, yeah. and it's because. Unfortunately, well, I mean, you don't have to have a guy or something like that representing and selling them all. Maybe have somebody talk about, "Hey, we we tried this in the toy design or something like I that." Could do it on a panel. It would be yeah, it would be, panel, cool. yeah. I would, that would be yeah. I'll be awesome. Even if sure. you had just cheap shit like a poster or something like that, talk that showed every version of GI Joe around, like well, GI Joe up, through history, especially yeah. coming up on the fiftieth, right? Like, yeah, next year you get. 
Like, uh, well, Robert our, our, like Robert here, have Robert here do a, uh, uh, you know, a, a poster print for, you know. Right. Now we're putting the idea out on the yeah. internet so everybody can <laughs> see it. You can you, <laughs> But like, and you gotta have Duke front and center. <laughs> right. But, uh. I'm just saying. No, you have to have Joe Colton front and center. And Duke. Um, but yeah, I mean. Because he's a credit to his country. <laughs> well, I see what you're saying, Chuck. I mean, I, I, I get that. It would be nice to he's in acknowledge the history of. Yeah, I mean, a, a little, a little representation of everything that came. Um, speaking of stuff like that, I, I actually said it on the uh, the Collectors Club panel, and uh, they announced the uh, figures that they're doing for the second year of the FSS, the figure subscription service. So I figured I'd, I'd go through those really quickly here for you guys. Uh, Skullbuster, they're doing Skullbuster, which I'm pleased about that. Uh, Dragovsky, the uh, October Guard, so you can finish off the October Guard set. Uh, Night Force Falcon, which is really cool, so everybody will get a chance to buy him. Uh, Big Bear, Keel Hall. Yeah. No flag, but Keel Hall. Uh, no every, flag. every time you say Big Bear, I think of the John Candy. Big Bear, chase me. Big, Big Bear, chase me. Big Bear. Big Bear. <laughs> Big Bear. Here's the thing if they did a flag nowadays, it would be like that horrible helicarrier. So I'm right. almost yeah. glad that they, they don't yeah, do a flag. Yeah. That box we see sitting there in that corner. That's never that, happened. That dear Robert purchased earlier. There's yeah. no way we, uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's something not, like that ever comes out again. It, no. If you did, it would be like a thousand bucks. Yeah. Which is uh, why you'll never. It see would be a con exclusive, and it would be an eight hundred dollar piece. Yeah, like, yeah. And they'd only make a hundred of them, and right, they'd sell out though. At least well, like in a heartbeat, but they'd sell out, and then you'd see them on eBay for two grand. <laughs> they could make, but they could make a figure of Joe Colton bow movement and make a con exclusive, and it would sell out. I'd like, buy them. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, apparently the Creos are still in stock. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Touche. Uh, Night Force Airtight, uh, the Brazilian one, and uh, Bombardier UK version uh, figure. Uh, Cesspool. Yes. Big big fan very cool here. friend from a uh, very cool figure from uh, talk so just, Eco Warriors Eco just Warriors a, just yeah. a poor name for a character I Alex says <laughs> uh, the skid mark so there skid mark yeah you're real well, <laughs> so, well, so he put yeah. Cesspool <laughs> in your set there you go <laughs> thousand flushes uh, <laughs> Cobra Desert Scorpion oh that would be fun uh, Tiger Force Shipwreck yeah that's a cool one like Toll Booth which I'm all excited ah, about the toss across bridge layer yeah Toll Booth we got that that's so that's cool awesome. Uh, and a figure called Wide Scope. I'm not really. He's a sniper. He was. Uh, He's probably a new sculpt there. I thought, I thought I'd heard. The no, no, no. I thought I'd heard the name recently outside of the toy, though. Like I don't know. Maybe oh. I don't know. I don't know. Huh? I, I don't know. That, that's that's the one. So, uh, they're they're talking like end of April, beginning of May, to try to sign up for this. And figures will ship by July or something like that. Wow. Yeah. So pretty That's pretty yeah, well so, last year's was delayed because of It was time. delayed. Yeah. There were there were all kinds of issues and problems and shenanigans. And there were some figures here for sale. Yeah. I saw uh you know, Coral for sale. Yeah, I saw Coral. I uh, I think I've seen most of the ones that have been out so far. I sale. saw the Iron Claw. I saw him. What was the the Navy topside? Topside. And they had another one, uh, another guy. Uh, there's the one guy who's like the MP guy from the yeah. new sculpt era. I yeah. can't remember his name now. I forget, but he was for sale. He's the MP. He just came out, I think, the last. Yeah, I know, and I'm kidding myself right now. Yeah. Not <laughs> and I didn't see any of the first two. I didn't see Big Boa. I no. did. Well, Quarrels the first was in the first. Oh, no, it wasn't. No, it was the it was, was um, Jinx it was, or something, right? Yeah, it was Jinx. Well, I saw Jinxes. I I didn't see a Jinx. I, I, Jinx was, was, I wasn't really looking for him either. But. I, I didn't see a Nano Viper. No. Um, no. Which is weird because I would have thought that would be the I one that everybody I thought I saw one on. I'm not doubting you, I'm just saying. No, 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 no I'm saying. I, I just, I'm just saying. I think I saw one like maybe 
uh, Friday morning during dealer set up. Another dealer probably picked it up then. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw one towards the back. Now, but anyway. now, Robert, if you had total control, not saying that, like you said, it's not saying that what they have here is bad, but if you had control, what w- what would you add to make it a Joe Con or like uh, to improve it? Crate, yeah, to crate. improve it. Crate. <laughs> there's that's what we were looking some, for. I know. It's, it's hard because I, I do a lot of cool. conventions throughout the year. I right. mean, on, like on an average year, I do uh, at least ten shows. You know, mm-hmm. so I've done up to fourteen shows a year. It's just I go to a lot, and, but what I go to is a lot of comic conventions, right? Which definitely have a format of maybe. Three sizes. You might have like the the, the one or two day show, like a, and then the heroes kind of mid level, and then you have kind of the bigger, you know, three or four major shows in the country. Right. Um, and I'm just and you get used to that kind of uh, sequence. How you register, how you uh, how it's promoted, you know, and how you get the word out, all that kind of stuff. And JoeCon is just its own completely different enigma. The way it's run is different. The way you sign up for your it, it register. It's always because of the con exclusives is such a focus of the show. I mean, right. that's what this show is definitely focused on. That mm-hmm. and that even goes into you know you register for a certain package as opposed to just getting like a three day pass and, and going then, in line and getting in line for to buy some. Well, and that's the thing it's too. That there are other conventions, obviously, like uh, San Diego and WonderCon stuff like that. That all have exclusives yeah. at their con. Uh, you know, honestly though. As a veteran of San Diego Comic Con, oh my God, am I so glad that at least you get something yeah. when you sign up, as opposed to sure. You've ever dealt with yeah, the Hasbro line in San Diego? Yeah, they, they, they let everyone stuff. wait in line for the exclusives Thursday night and Friday morning before dealers have even set up, so that you're not wasting your entire convention weekend waiting in line. Yeah, right. there, there's a beauty to the order of it, although it is. It's so bizarre, and it's not. But like, it's just—it's it's different if you're uh, not used to it, or if you're new to it. And exactly. as soon as you understand the process, then it's very worthwhile, and it works. Now, here's so a question I, I have: What would be wrong with them doing? Because we've had this issue with like Maddie and everything else. What would be wrong with them having some any con, not just this one, where you buy your ticket, and the second you have your ticket, you have a confirmation number, and you can go online and pre-order the exclusive, any exclusive you want. So you don't have to wait in line. You just have to then print off the receipt that you've already paid for these things, and you just go pick them up at your leisure at the con anytime you want. Yeah. And they already know then in advance Pre-sale. how many they need. Pre-sale. That's yeah. I mean, and then still have some available for those that didn't pre-order. Right. But to be fair, that I mean, there, there's a degree of that, I guess. Like, they, I guess we would say they almost do that. Like, yeah. you, you don't you don't pre-buy it, but you get your vouchers, which are sort of spoken for, and they don't make more vouchers than they have product. Right. There was a Maddie doing that, uh, pre-sales and stuff like that. It would be they, nice, they were though. Doing it at Comic Con, yeah. yeah. And it yeah. Was, you went to this other building, and you picked up your stuff, and it's it seemed pretty successful. Yeah. yeah, oh, people people love it. Yeah, I like that idea. I, I have no idea why Hasbro doesn't. I, I just the, think it's... The big thing with this one is it seems like what they do is you buy those ticket packages, and it's like, now you're the elite person. And no offense, because I didn't <clears> purchase <throat> one. But it's <clears> like <throat> it's almost like... You're already making a separation between yeah the elite people and the people who are just coming to enjoy the con. It's like these people are better than you. Well, because it's it's the, the the gold ticket people as a general rule, and to some extent I was in this too because I wanted to sell some stuff to kind of staunch the bleeding. Sure, but pretty much everybody in that gold ticket line was there to load up on stuff and make money. 
Right. Basically, flat out. Yeah, and there was no illusion. Completely flipped it, yeah. Yeah. Which is, again, very that's different focus, from other that's conventions. That's the focus of the convention, is you buy multiple packages to maybe save one for yourself and get the other packages to pay for it. Yeah. You know, or for your trip or whatever, but they're basically yeah. able to come free because of that market. Which is, it's crazy because it goes against, in my eyes, it goes against why you should be going to a convention. Right, but look at Spurlock's uh, San Diego documentary. Like they they did that. One of the guys there, his whole thing was like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to wait in line. Like I'm going to buy these multiple pieces, and I'm going, you know, I'm going to sell these to pay for it. And I'm going to keep one for myself. Like that, yeah. you know, that is the that is the mentality now, and that's. Yeah. Well, and that was the thing, you know, we were joking about Cherry coming with me this time, but that was the thing I noticed last year, uh, was that people brought their wives and their kids and just yeah. any human being that they could to get around the um, the limits, you right. know, to load up. And that was how they paid for the hotel, the trip, and this and that. Capitalism. Yeah. 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 Well, the only, the where I ran into that being a little frustrating was, you know, I'm, I'm coming to set up, and again, it's like I'm paying vendor rates for a table, which I don't Criminal. make nearly as much as the retailers do. Right. It's a different beast. I don't have to take you know set up and take down either. You know, right. I don't have to lug fifteen boxes in. But the math is still math, like at, at the, the end of the day. Time, yeah. Like yeah, I have to pay for my table space, which is fine. I understand that's how it goes. But uh, if I wanted to go get one of these exclusives or, or one of the souvenirs, I have to go wait in the back of the line. Yeah. And while while all the gold ticket people walk right past me to the front right. line, which is fine, they paid for that. Right. But it's just, I just, you just don't see that at any other show at all. So, it, if if I would make this more of a complete JoeCon, like keep things the way they are, sure. but then also add maybe bring in honestly somebody to consult or help run the the show that is familiar with the way a comic or sci-fi or trade show is run. Yeah, uh, where you have. Um, you know, other panels that really give IDW a break to come and set up. Right. You know I mean, just to make sure that there is a presence. Like, right. Bring in, uh, you, you know that uh, Hasbro's coming, right? But then make contacts with, like, the art directors of G.I. Joe Resolute. Yeah. That guy would come. If he was called, pay for his hotel, pay for his flight, get him here, and do a panel on the show, answer questions. Like, right. Find out what the fans enjoy. Really want. Yeah. Actively go out and... Uh, you know, and recruit you know that type of thing in. JoeCon has stayed the same for years. And it should, as far and as it should evolve. As far, as far as attendance and general size, yeah. I mean, I've been going for four years, exactly the same size or less. Which is very different from successful cons, Typically, which actually comic grow. shows will you know, exponentially grow if they're right. really good. And the way they do that is, uh, promote, for one, promotion. Right. Well, okay, here's another thing, though. Is JoeCon changes cities every year. I don't know that everybody knows that. Right? Yeah. No, I hope they come to Chicago next year, though. <laughs> that way I don't have as far to go. Yeah. <laughs> so it's in, because it's in a different city, you can't rely on that steady uh, ability to it's grow. It's tough to and schedule, and yeah. To promote and all that stuff, yeah. But, um, Especially you, when you go places like, again, like we talked about, like Disneyland, where when people brought families, yes. when people brought families like... They had to spend one or two days of the con at Disney with their families, and then you go to like New Orleans, where it's not a family vacation location, yeah. and so that hinders things. You know, well, and also you always Disney there. World are expensive oh, yeah. to get into in the first right, place. Right. Yeah. Well, and then it's it's tough too as far as the uh, the changing of venues and everything else, um, because people it's tough for a, a person. Take care, of you guys. Yeah, we have so, uh, Dave and Cherry to leave. Yeah. Yeah. I have to go make an appearance at my event. That's fine. Very That's nice. fine. Thanks for coming. No, thank you. Thanks for, Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for hanging out. Nice to meet you guys. Thanks for letting me tell you. I run a joke on to be more toys. More toys. More toys. More toys. 
G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Hey, I'm Gary. I'm Mike. I'm Chuck. And I'm Justin. Join the four of us every week on the Internet's number one and longest-running G.I. Joe podcast, What's on Joe Mind? It's Joe news, reviews, and interviews like you've never heard them before, delivered right to your MP3 player. Our guests include Jason Marsden, Kevin Michael Richardson, and Matt Yang King from G.I. Joe Renegades, Larry Hama, Robert Atkins, and John Barber from IDW Publishing, and many more from around the online Joe community. Yeah, it's guys talking about Joe. Think of it as Joe Talk meets Sports Talk. And we make fun of Chuck. Right. And we pay again. Come on, Chuck. We're just kidding. Kinda. Sometimes Chuck makes fun of himself. Right. And we. Okay, seriously. This is just getting ridiculous now. It's What's on Joe Mind every week on the GeekCast Radio Network, InsidePulse.com, Stitcher Smart Radio, and iTunes. Download and listen today. I suppose I still can't say something about Transformers, can I? Good. No. What about sports? That sounds good. Yeah, that's all right. Emerging from the dark humor that was the Beast Unleashed podcast, Steve Megatron, TFG and Mike, Pecan Court Michael, and the Cybertronian correspondent Optimus Solo move on to Transformers Animated with Transformation Animation Podcast. 20 episodes covering all three seasons of the cartoon, the books, and the awesome toy line. We will also have cast and crew interviews, so get tapped with GCRN's next Transformers franchise podcast, Transformation Animation Podcast, available on iTunes and the web at www www.geekcastradio.com Get your tap on. Decepticons, transform and rise up. Movie Week in Review is the Geekcast Radio Network's weekly movie podcast. Steve and Mike take a look back on their favorite films and give you their thoughts. They also bring in co-hosts at times. If you are a movie buff, listen to MWire only on geekcastradio.com. Tooncast is dedicated to the cartoons we grew up with. 100 episodes and more make up one of the GCRN's most popular podcasts. Join hosts TFG and Mike, Optimus Solo, Terror the Rising Star, and tons of guest hosts. We also have voice actor and writer interviews. Tune in to Tooncast as we look back on the cartoons that defined us as geeks. You can find Tooncast on iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Tune in. Back to G.I. Joe. I would say the fact that if the fact that they change venues constantly caught, makes it tougher for a crowd to start building up exponentially because every year you don't know where it's at. Right. Well, and, and the thing is, they you know if they uh, brought in more either say celebrity guests or if people. I mean, good grief, go out and see what it takes to get Ray Park to be there. Sure. You know, and for, and he, he does so many He cons. does a lot. I mean, I I met him at Mid Ohio before it was Wizard. Yeah. Like, and and all they would ever get there is Doug Jones, Jason Mewes, Lou Ferrigno. Right. Like Ray Park was the biggest name they had. There. Lou Ferrigno, I remember him there. Yeah. Ray, I mean, especially with the movie coming out. You know, I'm sure he's busy with promotion oh, and stuff. But sure. I I mean, they could as a con owner and runner showrunner. You go out and get these guests and promote it in the town. This person will be here. That just draws crowds. Right. You know what I mean? Like things well, to get people in the door. The big thing with that though too is if you do make the show all encompassing of Joe, yeah. then if you're trying to promote a movie, then Joe Con is the place they're going to want to send people because okay, yeah. that's where their fan base is. Well, again, Ray Parker, he's so personable. He's so into fans. Like he's super friendly. Like he's all. Up in your grill when he's taking a picture. At least he was a couple years ago. I can't really imagine nice. his, his head got nice. that big. Like, okay, I get it. Like, 
The Rock I'll and Channing Tatum are probably crazy <laughs> expensive and not really into the con scene. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Bruce Willis, like, doesn't no do way. conventions. Like, no that's way. fine. Yeah. I get that, right? Yeah. But, like... But the guy that Park is a realistic, you know, Maybe yeah. I mean, like... Firefly... Uh, Ray Stevens is pretty big. He's pretty big. He's like a fairly new actor. Yeah. You could get him in. He was in something else, too. But anyway. Zartan Mouse? Yeah. Like, well, Mouse is the kid from Jurassic Park, too. Yeah. Yeah. So bring him in. Well, you you want to make it like a a Star Wars celebration. Right. Where you bring in the actors, they have them face And that's the thing, too. That's a good example. Botcon does that, too, where they bring in, like, Peter Cullen yeah. or Frank That was Walker. my thing in New Orleans, too. What I'm saying is, like, G.I. Joe crosses so many entertainment right. you know what I mean, uh, venues. You've got between the toys, the comics, cartoons, and movies. The only thing you're really missing is the video game. But I'm right. like, so you've got people involved in every Everyone's single there, one right? of those, yeah. you know, uh, industries. Yeah. Bring those people here as a, and, as a yeah. And that's... And, the only thing that's really spotlighted here is the collecting of the, the yeah, figures, it. and, Which is and it's mostly there. three and three quarter inch figures. Yeah, to be honest sure. with you, and the whole thing with the uh, the Star Wars is a good example. I know Star Wars is bigger, but Star Wars Celebration is a good example of what should be or could be because Amen. you do because you do have the actors, you do have the uh, focus on the comics because they did a whole they do every year a whole thing of artists that they commission. Yeah. To do special pieces, do special prints for, yeah. for the celebration, yeah. and they do uh, live hands-on demonstrations where they'll have like live uh, building dioramas yeah. for adults and kids. Which, to be fair, I guess they kind of they did something like at least they did like that Creo build off and stuff like that. This yeah, weekend. that was neat. That was but cool. again, it was like two days before the con started, too, right? So yeah. you had to, well, like, and that's something I wanted to point out. Also, going back to what Robert was talking about, as they can have a bunch of Creos at a table set up for kids to play in like a pit. That's yeah. typically the way Hasbro does it. They've got their own dioramas that they professionally make and build that are yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Then they've got three or four, you know, like knee-high tables, just of a basic uh, busted-up city, and they throw a bunch of his tanks and figures on there and just let the kids go crazy right. all weekend. Like that is right. fantastic. Yeah, that's Love great. That. Yeah. yeah, but to go back to what you can do that with figures and Creo since they're both popular. The one thing yeah. Robert was talking about as far as the exclusives, one of the problems and one of the things that causes this whole elite versus the regular people thing is. Chuck and I came in as general admission. We got into the con, what, maybe 10, 15? Yeah. And most yeah, of the yeah, exclusives yeah. were already gone. sold out. Yeah. Exclusives should not sell out in the first 15 minutes of the show, because guess what? They were sold out before the show started. They were sold out before general admission was allowed in. And that was, and that was Lady J. And of course, Lady J. Lady J was sold out the day before the show right. started. Right, yeah. Right. Which, that was, that was that was Iceberg, Lady J. The flack, and there was something else that was. If you the didn't sell out for a while, no. but like most of the figures, like I the concept, the two packs, well, the concept. As an exhibitor, too, and, and I'm considering an exhibitor, and as an exhibitor, you get a voucher for, you know, like you can get these things, and they don't even have enough for all the exhibitors, right? Like, to yeah. get what I, you know, I paid for a booth, right? And part of the benefit of paying for that booth is you get first dibs at giving them more money, right? Okay. <laughs> a a PSL. Exactly, but like, uh, but it wasn't even. That's like a guarantee. Like I said, I got up there and Lady J was sold out, and the two pack was sold out, which is ridiculous. Of um, Chuckles and who was with Chuckles? Chuckles and a new character. You can't. It was a uh, lifestyle or something yeah. like that. Lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like. It said. He's a little. It was already. It was already. It was already crossed off. Right. I couldn't. It looked Hello. like it said, like, we, just, we didn't ask. Oh, we didn't tell. Right. Don't ask. Don't Don't tell. So I mean, those are sold out. Uh, by Friday, right before um, you know, the the convention floor opened for like the preview day, right? You know what I mean, like it was just 
Well, and like I said, that's the problem. Like, the official day that the convention opened to the public right. was Saturday. And before it's open to the public, your exclusive, most of your exclusives are sold out. I told Chuck, I was like, if you came in on the first day it opens to the public, then if an exclusive sells out by noon, I get that. It opens at 10, it sells out by noon. The first couple hours, certain ones sell out. I get that. But it shouldn't be sold out before it even freaking opens. And like I said, that's what helps add to this elite people versus yeah. common people. And the other, the other kind of, and not to just kind of harp on no. how the shows run, but it's different. Another way it's different is, again, it changes location every year, but you don't even know where it's going to be until maybe three months before mm-hmm. the show itself. It was right. January this year. Yeah. yeah. And then what it does, they send out a PDF brochure. Which is very strange to me. Like, right. Which is even a little hard to read and know what's what. Like, oh, it is. typically, it's on the website a year before the show starts. Right. The club and you know who's coming and, a, and you can update it and it just needs to be a PR. Like, 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 yeah, like, yeah. like a business, like a business yeah. major or like a, someone with a little bit more of a corporate mentality right. at least to sort of PR person, visualize, yeah, some yeah. marketing and run it a little smoother. Well, and that well, too, you got to be at your computer and go live the day it goes to register. To buy the Joe Con set. Gold tickets were sold out in, what, 15 minutes? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And the only way I even knew... How would anybody know about that? The only way I even know about Joe Con... you got to be in the know. ...is because yeah. I look into G.I. Joe. Because your podcast is called Star Joe's. Right. The general populace doesn't even know that there is a Joe, G.I. Joe convention. No. Well, again, I like I tell people all the time, like, and I'm, like you're talking about a place where cons across the country are bigger and bigger than ever. Like, again, I talk about Lexington. Right. Where, like, their first year, day one, like, 5,000 people... They have a sec. They, they have a second year. They expand it to two days. They double their floor space. They get eleven thousand people. Yeah. Like cons are growing. Cons are huge. Like people want geek shit. Like that's, right. that's what's popular. And and this is a con. Like the club is just sort of. It seems like the club is sort of content where they are. And they I don't think they're really grow. happy with the way things run. They make they make good money. Yeah, they do. They're happy with it. And the white breaking it for them. It's you know, <laughs> the white <white-breaking laughs> is not broke. Fix yeah. it. Not broke. Yeah, yeah. but. But to someone from the outside, it feels like it is broke because you're talking about that PDF. I brought it up, when I brought it up, I couldn't even tell. It, well, number one, price-wise, they were talking about how there was have to be an additional autograph price. Nowhere at all did it no tell signage. you how much that cost. On a, on a similar note, they're talking about sort of including and expanding. One thing that really you don't hear discussed much, and and something that. You know the, the the group of us over at Roma sort of feel passionately about is you know the twelve inch at least they get something right you know there there's a there's a major section of the Joe fan base that gets nothing right and it's the O ring guys oh yeah there is nothing that's true for O ring collectors at all like there it's to the point where like it it, it is un, not even talked about it I was like right. you know what like you know I, I like that they did at least like the Creo was like a, was a, was the parachute drop figure right? right like that was cool because that's a different line. Right, but I'm like, you know, like last year before Creo was sort of out, I was like, Man, why do don't O-ring. why don't they do an O-ring for a parachute dropper? Why don't they do an O-ring to at least pack? do a subtle something. nod to? Well, you know, again, okay, so so three and three quarters, they get a, you know, they get, a, the old they, they get like a can. nine a nine pack, you know, concept, and then like, you know, different vehicles and stuff like that. And I get it, like that's that's where the, that's where everything's going now. We're right. talking about the collectors club, not just Hasbro, so it doesn't have to be retail uh, doable, you right. know. It's for, for, for the collectors. Do you want like the option of getting the the new sculpt pack, the twelve inch and an O ring pack? No. Well, okay. Well, sure. Like, like, okay. So, so let's take the model they have. Right. They've got 
the three or four figures for the twelve inches. Was the two was the two pack a tw- uh, no ring pack? No, no. That's what I'm saying. There's no O ring. So what I'm saying is keep the concept how it is, right? They they've got it. They usually do like what like two you know maybe two two packs or something like yeah. that. You know, do those, but make one of the two. You know, do you know what? Keep keep parachute dropping Prios. That's fun. That's right. fine. You know, make a two pack. One of the two packs. Yeah, an O ring. An O ring set. Like it and, it and it can still fit the theme. Yeah. Or you can divert from the theme and sort of you know you can take holes or whatever you know like if you want to get like fan-demand characters or something like that. Yeah. But, like, it's a huge section of the Joe market. Like, And that's where we're sort of talking about, right? I mean, there's, we could we could talk about all the great things that are at the con. Yeah. But, like... And there know, are a lot of great things. This is, this is, this is uh, you know, critical brainstorming. Where we're, right. we're saying, how can we take something that we, we don't, we're, we're all having a great time at, but yeah. how can we, how how can can we turn a great better, time yeah. into an excellent time? Or how can we turn a great time for us into a great time for more people? Amen. Oh, there we go. There we go. More, you know, more artists, more yeah. comics, more presence, you know. Well, this is my first joke on it. I had a friggin' ball. Oh, sure. It sounds too. like we're not, but I, I, I enjoyed myself greatly. Yeah. I had a great time. And the figures I bought, they were all O-ring figures. Every one of them. Yeah. yeah. Every one of them were O-ring figures. Um, well, speaking, speaking of things that we got and, and things we were happy with getting, I got a Devilfish. Yeah, in box. Yeah. In box, which I had been wanting one for a while. Uh, I don't, I'm running out of space, so it was a nice small vehicle that I could put some of my favorite characters in. Um, there was a lot of boxed vintage GI Joe stuff. You I was in, so impressed. That, did you just see that? that yeah. Uh, I don't know who's the dealer. Chris Neal. Exactly. Got, I got this from. Yeah. yeah. Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Chris has. He's got his uh, like four or five boots, and he's got the box defiant. He's got a. Uh, he's got like I think he's got five flags. This just takes you right all, back to eighties. Yeah. yeah. All box. Yeah. He had, he, had, he had a sealed contents flag, and then he's just got a wall. Of he had that card, He had that cardboard uh, command center, the Cobra Command. Yeah. The missile the, command. Center. Missile command. Yeah. Brand new, unopened, unused, sixteen hundred dollars. I mean, it probably was negotiable, but I mean, seriously. Yeah. He's got one. He's got one. And, and it's the thing, like you walk in, like, and he does. He has a wall. A poor Kokomo toys right behind him. Yeah. But, like. He has a wall of just GI Joe boxes, boxes. Yeah. Yeah. like, and, and but he's also the guy too. Like last year in Orlando, he had boxed cases, or not yeah. not Orlando, but New Orleans. He had boxed cases of figures, wow, nice. like or sorry, sealed cases of figures, wow. Like we're talking about like Where something. Did he get this stuff? I don't know. I, I told him that he's got to have like a a portal in his basement, and he just trades a piece of his soul every time, <laughs> and he's allowed to like reach through to this other dimension. He travels back in time. He's a time lord. He's a time lord. That, that could very well be it. But Well, Kokomo Toys, speaking of them, they did something really nice where they uh, brought a bunch of like this shells really cool and beat up vehicles. Uh, it was basically vehicles. stuff that they couldn't sell because it's either old, it's, it's a little past yeah. just cleaning up, it's missing too many parts. Yeah. But all vehicle stuff that's missing canopies, missing wheels, or all of them missing. Yeah, pretty much everything. Yeah, it's just a shell, pretty right. much. But the thing is, it's all free. They're giving it away. You just dig through these huge tubs and just take what you want. And so the thing yeah. is, you can custom use it for custom things. Yeah. You can battle damage. Whatever. There was a you lot know. of kids walking out with stuff I saw. A kid had a, like, a dragonfly shell. Oh, yeah. A, a kid had a like a conquest shell and stuff well, like that. Well, the first day. And they were I mean, excited as hell to get that stuff. Friday, it was awesome. There was, I mean, they had over a dozen tubs full. Yeah. Overflow, oh yeah. You know I mean? And you know, there's nothing there now. It's all yeah. gone. Which is great. This. Well, they, they do a lot for. I mean, like their shop is is great as is, but um, yeah. they they always they they're really involved with. I mean, because of that, I picked up two uh, shark shells for my boys. I, I'm gonna you take them home. They're gonna play with them in a the sandbox and whatever in the backyard. Love it. I, I'm so impressed with them. And I talked to the owner. You know, the Todd. And I had a conversation with him, and he was such a nice guy. I, I might start pre-ordering stuff from these guys. 
I was um, really impressed. One one of the things I might do because one of the things I found finally, and I found it at a good, very good price, was uh, I collected a lot of Star Wars when I was a kid. Oh, here we go. And <laughs> I found. I was I, waiting I, for this to come. Up. I, here, here we go. Here I think go. I, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, right? The battle station for it. Yeah. That has this giant cobra head, and it looks like a coiled up cobra. The cobra head launches out from the base, but it's this, it's this big base. I'm not big, but it's big base, big it's base. a decent sized base. Someone was selling. I mean, it, it's missing a lot of the accessories that attach to it, but it, the cobra is there. And it's the really nice there. shape, yeah. And uh, it's selling for thirty bucks. And I had one as a kid, and I was eager to find another one because I'm thinking about customizing it into a cobra base. Uh, yeah. Like repainting it. In fact, I'm going to need to talk to Aaron yeah, on how to do that because I want to do it right. I gladly help you. And one of the things I, I might even do is even I'll see. missile nukes and just launch it from the Well, planet. I was going to say, I, I might like see. Like a cobra fire bat. I might see if, uh, if I, I know uh, Robert was saying they're all gone, but I might take a look at stop That's by Kokomo sure. and see <laughs> if they have something that maybe I can we've, we've got a box to use up. there and okay. make the best offer on like like. He's just taking whatever you want. Okay. So, all right. If Kokomo's out, right, you can swing by here. They might have one bin that's about half full. Yeah. And I'm just looking for a couple things that maybe might spark an idea of things I can yeah. attach to this thing. Yeah, sure. To make it a really cool look. Well, yeah, especially when you start getting into like some of the people who customize bacon clay and stuff like right. that. To, like, oh, you know, yeah, whole new additions yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah. People again. Who's that little one guy that's got those his tanks? Oh yeah, oh, like, yeah. The like the bunny slipper his tank, yeah, his tank. Oh. swing his thing. Yeah, it's crazy. So I think it'll be cool because, like Robert brought up a good point to me. Also, was once I have it all together and painted it and everything else, I can go online and get some like Cobra stickers mm-hmm. and and everything. And the other thing is, in the past they've had uh, demonstrations and certain panels on customizing, which I think there's a lot of people interested in that hobby but don't know really how to get started, don't know a lot of the techniques and. I think if the convention, I, there was a customizing class, but I think it was like Wednesday night or Thursday mm-hmm. night, really early in the week. It's another one of those things and where it was, you have to it was just two con attendees willing to take their hotel room and say, come to this room right. kind of thing, and we'll do a quick demo. And yeah. and I think you paid to come because they provided parts yeah. and supplies. They basically taught you how to do stuff, like as some kind of a seminar. I think, I think the convention could take a hold of that. And what's funny... And run a class. Yeah, right? well, and what's funny is I not someone that even thinks about customizing until I found this piece. Because at first I was like, well, maybe I'll just right. find the pieces I need for this, but I know how tough it is to even find the pieces for this thing. So I was like, well, maybe instead of trying to find the pieces, maybe I just customize this thing into a, a G.I. Joe Cobra base. Yep. So I, mean, I, I think it'll work well for it. There's too. a huge presence for customization here, too, Like just to sort of tell the people that aren't here. like, <clears throat> I mean, you're talking about, like, I mean, I know the guy that, like, runs Mindbender Customs and stuff like that, like, back in the back. Yeah. But, like, there are, I mean, I would say there are, like, what, like, four booths of people that are just, like, mostly customized right, stuff. Yeah. And then, plus, you've got dealers who have customized stuff that they're selling, like, custom figures and vehicles and stuff like that. Like, yeah. It's a, it's it's a really cool sub-market, yeah. you know. And, and I mean, at least they do take, a, give a lot of showroom space for custom, there's the steampunk yeah, oh, that, oh, yeah. that's the awesome. sickest thing. And you've got to post photos of that. I'm going to post photos of it, yeah. Or whatever, yeah. As cool as some of those are, that so steampunk good. one is, because because they redesigned oh, okay. characters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll, po- uh, I'll be posting on our Facebook page as well as the forums 
some of the uh, the custom sets that were made, but the steampunk one was amazing. It's obvious these people have just taken months and years even to finish this stuff, and it's awesome that the convention gives them space to show it off. Yeah. Do they have a contest, or is it just a... There is a contest, because I think they were talking something overhead today about, like, I know there are actual judges, and then, like, I think we also might get a vote as, like, attendees. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, because there are, I mean, I would say the figure, the custom figures themselves of just figures... There's probably like 25, 30 of those. Yeah. And then the, of the dioramas, like, and, and stuff photos, like that. And there's custom photos of yep. those and stuff like and that. And like the so. dioramas, like, and this is 12 inch, like, there's a 12 inch Breaking Bad custom. Yeah. That's crazy <laughs> wicked. But like, they're, they're 12 inch um, custom, or uh, dioramas all the way down to three and three quarter. Yeah. And I mean, I would say there was about, probably another 20, 30 of those, too. Oh, yeah. Like, now, what was the spearing where he's uh, chained up and uh, the, the 12 inch? Yeah, yeah, that was an awesome. I got a picture of that one, too. That was he's awesome. about to get tortured. Like, that yeah. was sick. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's just like from the space one that has a little TARDIS. Like that's that's another element of that's another yeah. element of Joe, or even just element of toy collecting yeah. that's out there that they could make more of a a, a big deal at. Well, to give so to give JoeCon, uh, you know, to give a positive here, sure. JoeCon by far supports that custom market in that sense. More than I mean, Robert, would you disagree? Like, is there another con? Maybe there's no other convention. No, that that is table There's space? some people who might do that. Like in at the Seattle uh, or Emerald City Comic Con, they had a, a cool display area for Legos. People who have done custom Lego, huge. I mean, the they're the community Lego club. You know, yeah, there's huge right. sets and just beautiful things. That you can. It was almost like just a museum that you went and saw exhibits. Right. But that was it. I mean, that was the exact. I've never seen any kind of like custom section anywhere else. I mean, it's certainly. That's certainly something they promote here, yeah. and it's, it's a whole so, specific. So, well, and that's something that can help make it very unique yeah. to this particular convention. Right. And, yeah. and um, well, another thing that I didn't, there was very little of. I know you guys at Roma had had some. Um, was there was no not a whole lot of Joe comics. Oh yeah, well that's that's a, that's another market like to that's purchase. Like, that's another market that's kind of just hard to hard to. And kind of untapped. Yeah. I've always said that the, the Joe community, like as a, you take them as a whole, I mean, there's certain percentages. You have mm-hmm. those who collect this particular kind of toy, that toy, maybe right. those crossover. And in that huge you know, pie chart, whatever, the the people who collect Joe or like Joe and collect the comics this is relatively small mm-hmm. percentage. You know, right. Uh, you got to think everybody who likes G.I. Joe or might buy a toy. Is however many tens, hundreds of thousands, of, you know, whatever. Right. And but there's only say ten to twenty thousand copies of the comic sold. Right. Or whatever. Well, yeah, again, compare compare the numbers of the average figure sold to the average trader, the average it's comic sure. issue. Like, yeah, so it's, it's obviously small. a small. Sure. Community. And I get that, but at the same time, I feel like if you make a JoeCon more all encompassing, yeah. where you have cartoon personalities, you have the creators of the toy line, you have some of the movie personalities, and then you have some comic representation, along with all the collecting stuff. Now you have people coming in because they want to see the movie people. Well, to be you have fair, some people coming in for this, and then it kind of intermingles a little bit. IDW, like I said, they they were there last year. With, what would you say? Was there like two tables, maybe full of trades? And I wasn't there last year. Okay, okay. all right. But uh, at um, MegaCon in Rhode Island, at Rhode Island, I set up. They had a huge end cap yeah. with a booth almost as big as Hasbro's, and I was set up right next to them, and they sold out of their entire stock. I mean. And the great thing is, is I can't tell you how many times people are like, well, I don't read the comic, but I love this artwork, and they'll flip through my stuff. And yeah. when I t- I forgot, actually forgot to bring my box of trades, which I was going to bring. <laughs> I forgot to bring it, um, and I wish I would have, because I typically sell out of what I bring, because people are like, oh, so this is the art in the book? 
And I'm introducing them to the fact that there is even a G.I. Joe comic book. They just had no idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for the fact that I think in Orlando, IDW didn't set up actually because it was the same weekend as WonderCon. You're right. Oh, okay. so, yeah. um, which to them is a bigger convention, closer. And, they and it makes sense. That makes sense. Well, and it's a comic convention versus right. Like, and then I think New Orleans yeah. was a very slow convention. It was. They, well, first off, there was no attendance. That's also the year, though, that they had the credit card fiasco. The club had the credit card fiasco weeks earlier, which caused problems. And then they bumped the show. Like, what was it? The like, movie was. Yeah. They bumped the show yeah. like like two or three months before. Right. They bumped the show a week. Which is why Hama didn't show up because he had Derby City Con. Right. And he was committed and he's like, I'm not going to bail just because you guys bumped the show. Right. And then so, like, the attendance well, was caused, super low. That causes a lot of people's travel plans, vacation time. Oh, it was horrible. People had to change flights and stuff. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was stupid expensive for people. And then so I, I did talk to the guys at IDW last year and they said that there wasn't a lot. Like, they weren't super busy. And, and so that sucks. But, like, there there is an attempt at times to, to have, to at least, you know, to, that comic present, you know, he said that they've been there before, yeah. you know, with us, it's just like, we have the, the Marvel issues and some of the trades and stuff, because you sell them for a dollar a piece, right. and it's like, that's, we're blowing them out, and it's like, And, you, and know, you guys are that small percentage that likes both the comics and the toys, and wants to have it available for people. Right, but to be fair, like, I mean, we have a long box, well, we have a long box, and then like, Two or three things to trade, and we have a couple of like full sets, like the um, the well, American the American Elite run yeah. and stuff. But the thing is, like, so we brought say like the modern figures we brought, right? Right. We'll sell over. We've sold over half of the modern era figures we brought. Right. We haven't even sold a quarter of the comics we brought. Right. So part of that also goes back to capitalism in the sense that, like, well, as much as I talk up comics to, to people and I'm like, you should try this series and this series, right. and as much as like artists are out there pushing their stuff. At the end of the day, like if people don't want it, then yeah. they just aren't going to bring it. Yeah. The, the only thing, I, the only criticism I, I will throw your guys' way, and you guys can do it any way, any way you want. And I understand you guys do it for a reason, as far as those those packages. Mm-hmm. There, I would, I personally would have bought more comics from you guys if I was able to get the issues I needed out of there, rather than having the bundle where it's like, yeah. here's these twenty comics. Well, great, I need two of them out of there. I'm not going to buy the twenty bundle on our website. Dollar shipping. We got. You. All, right, all right, we'll talk. We got we'll, you. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that. But anyways, the other, the other thing is that as an exhibitor, you're told very specifically you have to have at least fifty percent of your product. Joe related, or you cannot set up. And that's a lot of stuff I was going to talk about. Which I mean, if you're, say, if you're a comic shop owner, right? Like, hey, it's Joe convention. I can go out and put a nice, beautiful end cap or display yeah. of Joe comic. It might not be fifty percent of what you bring, though. Right. Yeah, and, and I have a, I have a book of GI Joe art and GI Joe prints, but I also have a book of like Marvel and DC related stuff. Right. And I sell quite a bit of that at the right. show. And I'm like, if you would have just allow a comic shop owner to come in and set up and actually have comics. They would sell out of their Joe stuff. Right. They would probably sell a lot of other things too, but they're not allowed to even set up. Well, all of these big cities have every all yeah. of these major cities have at least one right. solid shop, if not a chain. Yeah. It right. would, would gladly show up and be like, you know what? We're going to show up with a truck full of comics, and and a com- and a comic shop is going to be smart enough to pull out all of their Joe comics and put them in one location right, yeah. for the Joe fans. Do, yeah. But I also challenge you, like, to walk into your average comic shop. Right, because as as people who buy Joe Comics regularly sure. walk into your average comic shop and find out how much Joe Comics they have, and I, oh, I, I would almost guarantee yeah, no, yeah, that no. most shops don't even have a long box worth of singles. Oh, I know. 
and they, I, I would be surprised if they have a long right. box full of trades. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. the, so that's another thing too. Like, and, and it goes to his point about the, uh, the limitations of well, the one shop we, we are close by. They don't even order the Joe comics anymore exactly. unless you or ask for very them. rarely. No, very they'll, they'll get them for you. So if you they'll get them. That limitation yeah. hurts the idea of people right. of of comic shops showing up because again, while they may pull what they have, what right. they have is only going to be like a box versus like. Well, we have 2,000 issues of Spider-Man that we want to travel out. And I will say, it, it also depends on what city you end up having it in. If you pick a city that does have multiple larger comic shops, mm-hmm. like a Midtown or something oh, like sure, that, yeah. they're going to have enough Joe comics sure. to put out there. Sure. Um, but if you pick Cleveland, Ohio, not right. so much. Well, especially places that we live near, where right. we're going to go through and we're going to buy up all they have because right. we need to take them to convention because people can't get it. Right, know? right. Well, then there's the, speaking of even toys... Like you said, a large number of people did have Joe-related toys, but they also had other stuff. There was there's a big Marvel toy oh, preference, huge Marvel universe, thing. Marvel yeah. universe similarity. Yeah, and they yeah. went for customizing, so that yeah. was great. Huge presence for that, and then like the the, uh, the larger Marvel, the DC, the Masters, the the, the twelve inch guys that have like all the all the hot toys and sideshow stuff back yeah. there in that yeah. back, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, sideshow yeah. stuff was huge. Yeah. The, the, Transformers. There was a big Transformer. Well, again, there's a, there's a mat, like there's a lot of crossover there, and at least with like. Transformers well, yeah, you had the Joe vs. Transformer books yeah. and stuff. Yeah. You know, it, and the thing is, is like you know we have some of the Marvel stuff, and we were moving sure quite a bit of Marvel because. Yeah. You know, that, people like it all. Yeah. And that, and he's right. That that fifty percent limitation though that that hinders a lot of stuff like that. You know. Um, sure. And I understand you don't want someone coming who. Is like here. I'm selling a bunch of My Little Ponies, and that's all I sell. Hot Wheels dealers, man. Right, and stuff like that. You you (laughs) want to have some type of stipulation, but it should be a stipulation based on the type of product you sell. Yeah. You know, going back to the comics. Okay, for a comic dealer, say okay, you have to have 25 percent or 10 percent of what you bring has to be GI Joe comics. Yeah. Um, but for a retailer, it should it should be something like. 35%, 40%, 35%, 40 you know, even 50%. Just a realistic expectation. To be realistic kind of and say, you know, because there is a lot more say, like, This is a Joe convention and right. a prominently displayed Joe product. Right. You know what I mean? Like, why put a stipulation on it? Right. Yeah, like, percentages are hard to enforce. And yeah, if we do come up, I feel like they don't enforce that 50% very well. There's, there's a guy right around, like, he's in the second row, and he, like, he's a great guy, and I actually uh, might buy a, a Young Justice Invasion figure off of which I didn't even know existed. I didn't know that Yeah, either. they apparently did a couple of figures for Invasion, and then, like, I guess the line got canceled. Oh, wow. But anyway, that's a whole other subject. Sure. Um, but, like, he, his stuff is, like, I don't think he's, I think he's, like, maybe, like, a third Joe. Like, it's kind of... Well, and, like, to Roddick's point, saying, telling people, like, this is a Joe convention, you should bring stuff that's primary, you know, have a focus on Joe... And then don't put like the fifty percent or anything on there. But then when you go around and you notice someone is there that has almost nothing GI Joe, then you don't ask them to come back the next year. That's true. Yeah. I mean, that, the comic conventions do that all the time. Yeah. Sure, yeah. they'll tell someone like, uh, "We're not accepting you this year," and for whatever reason it is. Right. <laughs> well, even even like Artist Alley, you can get like the local people who live in the area who are artists, and they like. They can do commissions like, hey, I need like a Snake Eyes or a Storm Shadow. Yeah, or they don't have to be a GI Joe artist. They don't have to be an artist on the current comic book, but they just be I, an I've artist. told other artists, I'm like, hey, you can set up a Joe Con. I'm like, now, now I do well here because I'm obviously associated with the property, but anybody could come. And, and i got to be honest, like, I know that my rates for commissions or sketches or something like that is high, and I fill up fast. 
And right. I have a lot of people ask if I can do it. I'm like, I'm, I'm booked for the first day. Right. Yeah. You know Again, I mean? there's like, only so many hours in a day, and you yeah. can only do so many at a at a, yeah, at exactly. a time. So. Right. But there's only one artist here, or two. Right. You're, well, you're even, pretty even as a dealer, like Aaron and I both have sketchbooks, right? Yeah. And it's like at, Le- at Lexington and Gym City both, we um, our books were away from the table the whole the entire weekend. We regularly, like, right. I will regularly get sketches from six to eight artists in a weekend. Right. Like, and and he does the same, and like that's a lot of money that's swapping hands. That right. this weekend is sitting in my pocket because you know right. Robert fills up, Thomas not doing sketches. Right, like, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna I, ask, am I gonna ask Chuck to yeah. draw me a stick figure in the corner? Like, you know, I mean, he man, yeah, he man, baby. Um, well, that's what I, I stopped. On, I stopped on the before you, we headed like out. Before we stopped, uh, headed out here, I stopped and picked up a new uh, sketchbook. I know, right? Because I thought there might because that's Trade another thing they don't do very well is they don't state who. Not. Who the guest lists are? I have no mention. On no, nowhere. PDF the, the the website or whatever. There's no dealer. It's not Joe Artist. You don't, who? Yeah, you don't <laughs> see <laughs> roll of collectibles yeah. being listed. You don't see any like mind menders customs. Like there are names that the Joe community is aware of. Like whether it's because they have half naked women at their booth and people are taking right. pictures with them all weekend. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> or because they're, they're you know their names published on the front of multiple comic books. Right. Or whatever it is, but like there's they, no list of vendors. In not no, at all. No. And then most conventions have that. It takes ten minutes to update a website to that. Right. But that also yeah. goes to the greater thing too. Like last year, I like I'm coming to JoeCon. I'm excited, and I'm like I'm going to follow their Twitter feed and get all the info and everything. What Shit. info? Yeah, there was that no Twitter info. feed might as well get deleted. So that, I mean. Part of that is again, like we talked about, maybe having someone in the hierarchy that is just monitors that social medias, put yeah. stuff out there. I was really excited to come and uh, again first show guy, really excited to come and see the Marauder Johns guys, and there were no presence of those guys. I wanted to buy some of the custom guns and weapons and stuff. I've seen. I didn't I've see them here. They were at. They were in the. Rhode Island and Orlando. They were they were in New Orleans too. They were right yeah. across the aisle from us in New so Orleans. So reason, that's crazy because like, well, to be fair, so there's also like multiple other. So like, obviously, super shows this weekend, but like, um, yeah, Tricon, but I don't think those guys are sending us. Well, I know, I know, but I'm saying like Tricon's this weekend, and there's something else like out west. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I know that there's conflicting things, and then sure. like there's there's like and that happens every year. Yeah. Last weekend, and, and and then who knows? There may be you right. know other more intimate reasons, but that is a huge presence that's lacking because, yeah. I mean, their their booth is awesome. Not to rub in against something you don't get, but, like, it's right. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it was sorely missed because, again, I, I was ready to drop, like, I know they're super cheap on their weapons and stuff. Hell, yeah. I was going to drop 20, 30 bucks on just weapons. Money on the table, just, man. Just, yeah. just so there. Money on the table. Well, and the thing is with the, like I said, I bought the this, this sketchbook, I had... No offense to Robert, but I had no no plans to ask Robert to do a sketch because I no because I already knew Chuck wanted to ask him for a sketch. Son of a bitch. I knew that there's gonna be other Joe Joe fans wanting to get sketches, and I was like, you know what? I already have a, a commission request with Robert. I'm not gonna throw in another commission request. You put that much into those in your no, no 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 but no no no. I don't want to put two commission requests. No 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 no. I don't want to put two commission requests when he could be catering. No 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 no. When he could be catering. To other fans well, out there, so a similar, a similar theory like mine. He was there. I could have, like, I even went by his. I, I, I walked by the booth earlier, like early on before the show started. But my thing is, like, I see him in enough shows, and right. and like for you, like, you could probably send your book to him, right, and get it sent back, and things like that. Like, there are other ways that I could get it, right. right. So I'm like, this is a Joe, a Joe show, and I don't want to contribute to 
someone not, especially since he's that the only artist. This, well, and that's the thing. Number one, I didn't know he was the only artist because, right. number one, he's not appearing on the website. How do I know some other artists are not appearing on the website? So, like you said, I can reach out to Robert anytime yeah. except when he decides to ignore me completely, which, you know, I don't blame him. Which is Monday but, through Sunday. Right. But, uh, but no, but in all seriousness, like, I could reach out to him anytime and say, hey, I, I'd like you to do something for me. Yeah. And I'm going to see him in Baltimore and stuff right. like that. And like you yeah. said, this might be the only convention for someone. Yeah. So to get a chance. Especially the exclusive ch- chasers and stuff. You know, right. and it's like one of those things. So I was like, you know what, I can I can do that later. So I'm going to, you know, let other people have the opportunity. Right. And obviously he's not missing out because, like you said, he's sitting he's, here he's drawing up, at yeah. 11 o'clock <laughs> at night. Yeah. You know, he's still doodling like a good slave. And, uh, <laughs> good pencil boy. You know, he's going to be pencil, doing it for however long. And but, yeah, so, it, so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to bring my sketchbook. And I was like, well, maybe I'll have Larry Hamba do the first sketch in it. Yeah. And he's not doing sketches. Um, well, he posted on Facebook he was doing sketches. He doesn't have a table, but he's doing sketches in, like, the lobby. Right. He's got to catch him. Right, and I'm in my room drinking when he posts that. And I'm not checking. I'm busy working all day, not checking yeah. Facebook. And like, I saw him I walking thought, out. I'm like, Larry, hey, you know, nice to meet you again. And I'm not going to ask him when we're standing at the urinal together, like, Hey, bro, you want to sketch my book? And he's like, right. crack ass. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, not right now. <laughs> but I thought, maybe, I thought maybe there's a chance there's other artists right that now. I don't know about that'll be there and I can get some sketches from them. Well, I will say uh, in Orlando, like Rod Wiggum was set up, uh, yeah. Trimby was set up. Yep. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, in uh, Rhode Island, uh, there was uh, a couple of Transformers artists. Yeah, and there was yeah. three or four artists in. Um, New, Orleans? New Orleans too, because I think I got like a my Green Arrow sketchbook at the time, like Ninja Force Star Chain versus Green Arrow or something like. that. Oh, okay, nice. Like, and I think that was a joke. Longbow con. Hunter. But like, it is unfortunate. Like this year, like CoilCon, which is an hour away. Like, I feel like CoilCon last year, I got like two. I, like, I felt like there were more artists at CoilCon, which is in a tent in a front yard of a, of a toy store. Yeah, right there. You want to talk about a small show? CoilCon is a small show. <laughs> I did really well. Well, yeah, you put that. Like that. Again, I made like eight thousand dollars. There's, serious, there's <laughs> serious, serious money that shows up at CoilCon, but like, yeah, what yeah. I'm saying is like, you, you you look at the scales of the two, right? And I think there were more artists at CoilCon yeah, last year. Yeah. Then there are well, at because Joe, there at, was more than me. At, at, right, exactly, exactly. There was more at, than me at JoeCon, right? Like, and, and it's, which it's is a sad presence me. that's truly lacking. Uh, honestly, I, Jeremy Dale, he lives around here. I thought yeah, for sure he would be here. Well, <laughs> not to throw like, him under the bus or nothing. Doing like twenty conventions this year. Yeah, right. not to throw him under the bus or nothing. I just know he's a local guy. Well, but again, if he maybe he didn't know, right? And that's true. That's no, true. No one reached out to him. Speaking of Robert, are you doing? Are you doing I think it's the, what weekend is it? I, I, got I think it right it's either the same weekend as another commitment like or uh, it was too close. Twentieth and twenty first. Yeah, it's like the week. It's maybe a week or two before Baltimore. August twenty fourth. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's two like weeks two before, before Baltimore. Baltimore, and that's kind of like uh, my but, wife has certain rules uh, as far as the conventions. I can no said and not contend. I'm right there with you on the same boat. I can never do it back to back, and even. Uh, two weeks, you know, two weeks isn't enough. It's pretty close, yeah. Hey, at least she gives a shit enough to have those rules. <laughs> right, yeah, right. She could just be like, get your ass out of here for another three <laughs> days. I don't want you money. <laughs> right. But no, it, when I, you have a chance to go make money, said, you're not doing it, get out of I mean, here. Overall, it, like I said, it was a way better convention than I was expecting. I was expecting a lot smaller convention. I had a lot of fun. I found some stuff I wasn't expecting to find. Um, obviously, hanging out with, with you guys. And, and honestly, I even forgot that you guys would even be here. Like you and you and Aaron, like 
And obviously I was like, you don't read our fucking Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> obviously you don't like Roma Collectibles I on Facebook. I do like Roma Collectibles. I was excited. I was communicating back. I'm like, I'll see you guys there. No, hey, Sarah, I, I I'll see say, you there. I didn't know you were in here. I forgot that you guys were in here. I got you. I'm just giving you shit. I know you are. <laughs> and it's, but I, so I was like, so I saw you guys. I was like, oh, cool. You know, I was like, you know, Robert was going to be here. We were going to be able to meet the What's on Joe Mind guys for the first time. We had a couple listeners that contributed. with them? What's that? No, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> no, we don't have a feud with them. <laughs> As much as some, as much as some people might like to think we have a feud with them or want there to be a feud with them, there's, there's not. But like, it, so it was cool meeting them. We did get to meet some li- other listeners that you know, approached us. I thought that was cool. Um, you know, all, all that was fun. The other thing that's really big that I noticed with this convention, uh, I know John Thurman, one of our listeners, made a comment that he's tired of hearing that Joe, uh, GI Joe fans are cheap. He posted that on the forum. You come to this convention, you can tell. G.I. Joe fans are not cheap. They, They're dropping some dimes. No more than anybody else. You're right. Okay. That's right. <laughs> I was going to say, because, I mean, as a, as a retailer, they I negotiate. Mean, you get guys sure. like, it's not even negotiation. They handle, like, there's no, there's no foreplay. Like, they walk up and they're like, what's the best you can do for me? And then I'm like, I'll be like, 220. And they're like, how about 175? And I was like, I just gave you my best. Right. And they're like, 175. Nah. And then you're like, no, and then they're like, but I'm from Brazil. Like I should get this. I should get this Brazilian set cheaper because I'm from Brazil. And then you're like, and you're like, I'm from Ohio. Yeah, I'm like, I, I live in Springfield, so do I get my sideshow cover commander dirt cheap? Right, right. Like you know, like it, 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 so. So in a sense, I, and that that may just be people now and how we have no shame as a society, but like. <laughs> But there is there is a degree of like. Is that crazy? Oh, how that is from mentality. the mentality. Like, because I get people haggling me on prints and art and, and all kinds of stuff and I'm like it didn't take me less time to draw this right. because you want to pay less right <laughs> oh and it cracks me up when it's, when it's awesome. like three dollars when they're like they're looking at like a ten dollar figure they're like we take eight and I'm like man you know like we, we, we're blowing this stuff out like we're, yeah, I think so we've got the, the 25th we have it like six each or three for 15 right. Right. the guy's like we got three for 12 and I'm like Really? We're, I mean, like, what do you buy them for at the store? Like, because right. I mean, you're wanting me to give them to you at four bucks a piece, and they're like, "Well, I don't know." And I'm like, "Really? Like, for three dollars? Like, that's gonna make or break you buying these for your price for three dollars? Right? You don't have three singles, you can't skip the next Big Mac, like, right. really?" <laughs> and the thing is, with, with like, <laughs> I saw one of, one of the well, like one of the side shows. I saw. Like, he just went on a rant. Right. <laughs> oh, no, and I just skip the Big Mac, and I can understand that as a retailer. It's like you like, fat son of a bitch. Like, I can't take it anymore. Like I saw, I saw a uh, a Boba Fett sideshow, and I was really interested. I asked the guy, "What are you asking for for it?" And he says, "About one eighty, which I thought was a pretty fair price for Boba Fett as a sideshow. Now I didn't even bother to haggle with him because I wasn't one hundred percent sure I was going to be committed to buy it. Mm-hmm. Only once I was committed to buy, it, I probably would have approached him and said, "Would you take one sixty or one sixty five? That's fair. Which is a reasonable thing. And if he would have came back and said, "Well, how about one seventy? I would have said, "Okay, here you go." But you're also talking about like that's a that's a pretty sizable, like, difference. Like, again, like, right. it's not, like, the price of a soda. Right. Like, but, but if I came to you and said, here's right. this $10 figure, not haggling over I would probably give you the $10. Right. If you go up to my my, my my cousin's wife, who's making those light switch covers, and they're 5 bucks, yeah. and you're like, can I get this for $3? Yeah. And, no, like, no. you're like, really? Like, you just can't drop a 5 like, Or, like, <laughs> artists with prints. It's like 10, 10 15 $20 prints. Like, you can't just walk away with that. Like, you have to really, like... Right. Sit here and try and nitpick someone. Instead of ten, I mean, I'd give you seven. Especially goals. you, like you're putting 
elbow grease into your work. Right. Whereas, like, we, I mean, like, we lift, but, like, we, I mean, our stuff is just resale, but, like, especially artists who are, like, elbow greasing the shit. Well, and here's the other thing, here's the other thing, too, when it comes to to haggling and all that type of stuff, and this is true for both artists and retailers, you got someone that comes up and is buying several things, you guys will usually be the ones that say, hey, I'll give you a deal. They, a lot of times, don't even have to ask for the deal, because you're saying, you'll say, like, all right, you're buying this, this, and this, how about... You know, it it would normally be three hundred. How about uh, two seventy? Yeah, it's the bulk, you know? it's the bulk discount thing. Right, right. sure. Sam, yeah, Sam's yeah. Club logic. Right, yeah, the more you buy, the cheaper it is. Yeah, and I've seen it at, uh, when it comes to artists too. Like, and print. I love that. You know, <laughs> you, you buying prints buy. like the especially if there's like a big group of guys that are saying, "Oh, let's get you know, here's five, seven prints." Yeah, I've had artists go, "Okay, well, that would normally be seventy dollars. How about sixty or yeah?" Or 50. And I did that with a guy, and then he said, "Well, how about 50? Like and he was pushing, yeah. he was, I was like, I'm already giving you a break, right? right? And then, so I was like, you know, he well, he had bought a substantial amount. So I was like, okay, all right. And I gave him the break, and then uh, he came back later and wanted me to do a free sketch, like a free head sketch. He's oh, like, well, hey, can, so can you do a free sketch for me now? I was like, well, I have a list of people that want to. He's like, yeah, but I dropped a lot of money. I'm like. Do you want a cookie? What do you like? Good for you. you. Okay. Yeah, I really appreciated that. That I dropped. Thank you. you know, Forty dollars off of your original, what you would have paid not already. Only, yeah, not only that, but you really considered that a lot of money, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I was already out, you know, like. Right. I mean, honestly, so he was coming up. He was going to buy like three hundred dollars worth of print, like lots right. of print. Sure. Yeah, and I gave it to him or, uh, for. I, I said two sixty, and he said two fifty. I said fine. So I already dropped fifty dollars right. off of. What, yeah. So I gave him. I'm giving him at least three or four prints for free, and yeah, then right. he comes back later and wants a free sketch. It's that entitled no shame shit. By the way, I want a free sketch in my. Uh, book <laughs> and I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm recording a podcast with you. So if you wouldn't mind just doing a free ink sketch on my on my forearm real quick, I'd appreciate it. Yeah. My book's still sitting there. You can just yeah. throw my garbage can. But no, I mean, and that's the thing too. Like, you know, I for the most part, like when it comes to retailers or artists or whatever, usually as nice as you are to them, they're going to be nice back to you. Yes, are there are the artists that have been burned too many times or the retailers have been burned too many times that no matter how nice you are, they're going to be asked to. Yeah, but I think that's a minority of, the, of those that are out there. Most most of the guys, like especially having, like again, like last night, it was like the dealer party. Like we partied together hard. And like I know a lot of the dealers so well now. And like, and, and and a lot of the artists I know, like none of, most of them aren't dicks. Like most no. of them are, yeah. are 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 usually fellow fans right. who enjoy the hobby and want you know while well, while well, we're turning a buck, like you know they also and while you know, you're, and while you're being uh you know if you're being reasonable with someone as far as prices and like me, me as a as a purchaser, if I'm being reasonable with my prices and being nice to you and actually talking with you and generally interacting with you, usually it works out fine. Right. Yeah. But it's when it's like, hey, here's uh, these are twenty five. Would you take fifteen? Yeah, foreplay, you know, yeah. like <laughs> foreplay. Yeah, like you don't just walk up and you're like, here's the best thing on your shelf. Give it to me half price. Yeah, oh, yeah. Chuck and I schmooze you guys all the yeah, time. You gotta, yeah, you got to. Which is why I'm like, yeah, we'll, <laughs> knock, <laughs> we'll knock a couple bucks off here. You got to tweak there. a nipple. I mean, you got to do something. You know, yeah, when, when you're going two knuckles deep, I'm gonna knock five bucks right. off a of figure for you. Chuck yeah. goes under the table. You know, <laughs> I was gonna interject in the conversation, but then I realized that. <laughs> Maybe not the best time. It's probably not the best time for me to do this, yeah. Uh, so, Ron, what do you have to say about this? <laughs> so, when you go under a table for a good deal, I mean, oh what are you looking to do here? Full service, handy, what's going on? 
Because I want a free sketch, damn it. Because <laughs> if I give you a good deal on that flag, I need at least a couple of prints and a sketch. So what did you do to Chris to get that flag? <laughs> I don't know. He'll tell me. He'll tell me if I ask. Man, I don't know, but my mouth hurts a little. So <laughs> oh, about the con exclusive. I'm ashamed of what I've done. <laughs> no, the, I was going to say, the, um, the times where, yeah, it's like, I'm more than willing to give cut a guy a break or what like a guy came up and he got two or three prints from me and um, and he was willing to buy whatever the sleeves and all this extra stuff, so he got the thing. And I could tell he was got kind of, the he, bonus he was kinda of capped out with what he had left in the show and he was spending sure. what he had left on my table. I really appreciated that. So he did that. And then his son it's like you know, six, seven year old son's next to him, I saw a snake ice cream, he's like, Oh my gosh, can I get that to you, Dad? And then I saw the look on his dad's face. Was like, I have no more cash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. I'll totally give this kid this prize. Right. Nice. You know I mean, because it's like that kind of stuff. Like, I'm more than happy to do. Sure. I would so much rather do that for him <laughs> than the guy who's like, hey, Look, I just spent three hundred dollars. Yeah. And, and, Come and, and, and what Robert's saying is, if you want a free print from him, bring a little kid. Bring your little kid. Yeah. Stop story. Hey, Robert, I got two kids at home, buddy. What's going on? Right? Sympathies. <laughs> I got two kids at home, but no, you're fostering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I totally random and like it's awesome. And I totally get that. Like I went to uh, the one uh, uh, with what was Mid Ohio kind of at the time. Um, yeah, and you weren't there. What the fuck? And I think <laughs> I think I uh, went on the whole con looking for you, Cho, and you weren't there. The one that did uh, the uh, Shadowland. The art artist for Shadowland was it Frank Cho? I don't think so. No, no I don't, I don't think, think so. Either. Who the heck was no. that? on Shadowland for the Daredevil? The Daredevil, yeah. Oh. Look I can't up. remember who's that. I didn't read it, so I don't remember. So it's really good. Yeah, no, it's not. I liked it. And it was a yeah, bag of you, dicks. You and, two, like, you and the guy that wrote it. Right. It was a bag of dicks. <laughs> Anyways, the artist for Shadowland. Oh, those was seven there. or eight dicks were pretty good. I the, liked it. The artist for Shadowland was there. And, I got Shadowland and, and I got Shadowland and and the art I liked both. It was pretty good. The art was decent. Yeah, it was pretty so, good. So, um, but yeah, the story side. Um, I liked it. Well, you liked it. It was things. a little wonky. You might like getting your asshole tongue by a dog. That doesn't mean I have to. You like, you like <laughs> 17 inch. Where the fuck did that come from? You, you like 17 inch duck dicks, so it's okay. <laughs> so, anyways, one time at camp and you're branded a duck lover. So, anyways, <laughs> the artist of Shadowland was there, oh, yeah. and this little kid came up, and, and the dad wasn't even there, and he's like, could. Uh, would you be able to draw me a picture? And he <laughs> and he had like signed up saying what yeah. his commission price was. Can, can like. I get every but the guy, character? No. He took the took the kid's sketchbook and it was completely blank, so it wasn't even like the, the kid was just starting a sketchbook. And he drew a quick picture. He probably didn't spend as much time as he did on one that he was commissioned right, to do, yeah. but he drew a little something for the kid. And yeah. the dad came by. He's like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry." He's like, "How much?" For the drawing, he's like, don't even worry about it. Yeah, it's just an RHP, no big deal. <laughs> so on that note, uh, <laughs> and then closing, so uh, come to JoeCon. <laughs> yeah, we have no, no next idea. year, but you you won't know when it is until about we don't two know weeks when it is. We don't aware. know what the subscription figure is next year. We don't know what that is, but it'll be fun. But hope that you're just walking drunk down the street and can stumble into JoeCon next year right. and find a duck. Right. <laughs> well, I, I'll say too. There's a lot of uh, activities or events that we're not even really taking part in. There's, right. I mean, there's a. Well, there are lots of panels. There. There's yeah. Lots of panels from you know, Hasbro, from the Collectors Club, from uh, creators. And the casino, the casino night costume contest yeah. and banquet was tonight. Like yeah. that, I didn't go. To and and I'm actually planning yeah. on or hoping to uh, tomorrow potentially 
uh, going back into the con and uh, maybe attend one or two panels before we finally leave. Um, just but, to, and maybe have uh, them sign your other. Thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe have uh, uh, Flint Lady J sign my sign my uh, figure thing that I brought with me. I just forgot to bring it with Fox me for the, the signing before. But yeah, yeah, right, whatever. But I I might want to go to one or two panels before we finally head home, just to actually partake in the panels. I went Um, to the What's on Joe Mind panel where they recorded a live podcast, and I went to the uh, Collectors Club Club panel. And they were great. I had a good time doing that. That was awesome. And if I do go to one of the panels, I might try to record it. Ooh, mother so ballsy! I like it. I know. They say, what are they gonna say? Hey. No, they they plan on people doing that. Yeah, there was people there with like camcorders and showing off the yeah. the stuff and whatever. So. so I mean, I have to see what time the the panels are and what they are. But like, if there's the voice actor panel again, I might try to record that one, or I might try you to should. record. It's a good story. It's yeah. Good. Or I might try to, if if there's the Larry Hamill one again, you know, I might try to record that one because yeah. like you said, it's good stories in those ones. Yeah. So. So we'll see. Maybe there'll be another episode that comes out that's right. one of the panels. So. I, I posted on uh, my oh, Facebook page recording a Star Joe's podcast. Shannon Gallant reported without me, what's the point? When I texted that back, I'm like, well, Robert's here. Wish you were here, too. Uh, it's Joe Con, baby. Keith Knudsen. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this Hi, one. Keith. I'm like, I can't wait to hear this one. And I replied back, oh, it's going to be a good one. We got Ken Diesel in the house. And Keith replied back, yes. <laughs> so, so uh, there we go. Before we close up <laughs> for this episode, uh, why don't you go ahead and, and plug Roma? Like how people can uh, uh, like you guys or... on Facebook, Roma Collectibles, and the sister business uh, Comic Stuff. Um, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at Roma Collectibles, and you can pick up some file cards and comics at romacollectibles.com. And uh, you can email us some wish lists, too, if uh, you want us to help you with that. And if you have a hard time, for whatever reason, remembering the Roma Collectibles or anything like that, you can go to the uh, Facebook site for Star Joes, and you will see them in our likes there. Yeah. Yes. You, can actually connect, you can actually connect to them. Right, also, faces from earlier. also <laughs> that picture you took with the uh, two sexy ladies we had in our booth. Yes. We had a couple of hot, hot uh, Cobra baits. <laughs> so is the uh, Roma R O M A collectibles? Yep, yep. Yes. And uh, I don't know if it's a special Joe Con or if they sell this every day, but file cards were two for a buck. Okay. So probably Joe Con special. But hey, I was able to pick up a couple I didn't have. Right. Added the growing collection of file cards, which was awesome. Again, great guys. Very cool with the international stuff. They had a, a Quarrel and a Ram motorcycle box set. They had a special uh, Baroness and Destro Action Force figure. Kind of like they put it together like a two pack, but they're individual cards. You know, fifty bucks for both. Can't beat that. It was awesome, awesome stuff. Stuff you don't normally see. It's just good to to, to see it all actually, and they have a chance to buy it. Was even better. Yep. And then Robert, why don't you plug your uh, your website? Uh, yeah, mostly I post on my my regular blog. It's robertatkinsart.blogspot.com. Uh, I also have a gallery on DeviantArt, uh, which is just R Atkins at DeviantArt. Um, or just rackins.deviantart.com. Um, and I just finished up the Castle series for Marvel, so you can get the the regular monthly issues. Are still and, coming out for the next couple. Yeah. And then uh, the hardcovers hard and previews right now. Right. So, so you can pre-order that, and you'll get it soon. You can do that through DCBS. DCBS probably. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good deal. I'm probably fifty percent off. Oh, yeah. Right. You can uh, get it for me for yeah. Whatever. <laughs> 
But uh, but yeah, it's it's on DCBS right now. Yeah. So DCBService.com. Yeah. So the best way to keep up to date on what I'm currently working on is through the blog, and I post it as soon as I can. So. Awesome. Yeah. Also, if uh, you enjoyed my particular wit, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Ken, Ken underscore Diesel. Sorry. No, that's, oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Chuck, you got anything else before I give out our information? Yeah, um, this episode was brought to you by <laughs> Chuck's Cheap Beer Corner. <laughs> You're going to love it. And uh, we actually went to uh, Ram Bre- Restaurant and Brewery where we had dinner with everybody. Uh, everyone here at the restaurant was very nice. It was the people you heard on the podcast. And we were drinking a little bit of the, uh, what was this, the uh, the Amber? Or was this but, the, uh, the Butt Face? The Butt, butt Face yeah. Stout, yeah. Face stout. So it's like a what seven point nine or something like that. I don't, I don't know. know. It was yummy though. It was the best. I got the six. Four, six, and seventeen. Seventeen percent. And this is probably the only podcast out there that you'll hear about the butt face stout. Yeah. <laughs> and they had a butt face burger and a butt face stout. And uh, you drink it, you get all butt face. Right. But hey, it's Chuck Seat <laughs> Beer Corner. You're gonna the love next it. Next thing you know, you wake up to a duck with a seventeen inch. Dick's Dick's penis. <laughs> so, Rams Brewery and Ram Restaurant and Brewery R A M uh, www.theram.com. I don't think Robert's ever going to share a room with us ever again. <laughs> I can't wait for next Joe Cod to come up and cuddle with Robert. He was a great room. Well, we'll, we'll see him in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll be there. Robert um, will be in Baltimore, and we're going to love him. <laughs> wow. So uh, let, let me, me love you down. Wow. Let me go ahead and give our information. Uh, you can find Even us at. Even if it takes wow. all night. It's background music. No. Roll with it. No. Roll with it. Roll with it. <laughs> it's uh, starjoes.com. You can find us at Starjoes Podcast on Twitter. Stop it. You today. can email Starjoes Podcast at gmail.com. Quit teasing. You can, <laughs> you can call and leave us a voicemail. It's 440-941-JOES. 440-941-JOES. Uh, you can uh, follow, find us on iTunes, <laughs> Zoom, as well as Stitcher Radio app. It's a free radio. Stitcher uh, for, Radio, the smarter way to listen. Right. We're also on the Geekcast Radio Network. GCRN for life, baby. We got tattoos. And uh, I think that's everything. <laughs> that's uh, we're on Facebook. Yeah. Please leave we're us on the iTunes. Facebooks. We're on the internet. Please leave yeah. us an iTunes review. Dan Quayle. What I like your MySpace page. Wow. Well, you can, but Chris, uh, whatever, will come and arrest you. Right. Uh, I'm like a 14-year-old girl on my life. Yeah. That's yeah. how I troll. Oh, handsome. That's yes. how I troll. Yeah. Hey. Have a seat. So anyways. Have a seat, Predator. So anyways, uh, on that note, we'll go ahead and close by saying the Force will be with you. Because no one else is half the battle. Take care, everyone. Later. Body massage machine, go! <laughs> Body massage! Ah! <laughs>